Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Welcome to the Lovato Lads, where lonely boys become accompanied allies by diving semi-deep into Demi. My name is Uncle Cream, and I'm here with my co-host. He passed his driver's test by the skin of his teeth. Matt Gagan is here. Yes, that's right. I I don't even know what to do. I don't have a whole spiel like you do. <laughs> uh, what's the opposite of Uncle Cream? I am the, uh, the traumatized child of podcasting. Oh, I like that. Uh, oh, is that your new thing? You to, yeah, I think that's officially canon now. <laughs> All right, someone update the wiki. You have to say um, that did... in Lonely Boys episodes. <laughs> I, I I don't think it doesn't really go with the flow of the uh... <laughs> the traumatized child. Now, um, did famously pass my driver's test by the skin of my teeth. Uh, after failing three times, I did get the maximum thirty points on my fourth try. Uh, when yeah. I eventually passed it, uh, a good and six seven years later from the first time I I took it. Times. Yeah, I, I was like looking for a thing. I, I don't know if you caught that that was like a reference to a song on the album because it didn't really work because I had to say the skin of your teeth. Right. You know, but I figured, I made you say it though. So that helps. Uh, no, I got it. I <laughs> I got the skin of my teeth reference. It's... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so I, I told you off air, I had a few um, alternatives for the intro. I don't know if you want to hear any of them. I, I kind of want to oh, say you're gonna them. <laughs> You're going to reveal the alts? We're not going to have this as like a bonus feature? No, I'm just going to say them. Okay, great. Uh. So, um, my co-host, my co-host is here, Matt Gagan. He often has nothing of substance to say on a microphone. Okay, a little uh, hurtful. Okay. Um, then we also have he is a freak. That's just kind of you know, not That's really much a little, there. And then brief, yeah, <laughs> a little brief. Um, then the best one probably that I should have used is he thinks a holy fuck is when you stick your dick into an ant farm. Uh, okay, you thought that was the best one. <laughs> you think you're lying to me right now because you didn't go? Well, with I didn't it. go with that one. Yeah, so I guess it, yeah. So that, that's. I think you picked. I think you picked the right one. Okay. Well, I mean, this is this is what happens when you let me host a show. <laughs> Listen, you grabbed the reins. This I was, did grab the reins. This is your baby. Your this was your idea to do. And you know what? Um, I 
people have been asking me because I, I did, you know, give a little teaser to some people that we might be doing this. And people have been asking, why are we doing this? And including <laughs> maybe even our very guest has been right. asking this. And um, it's a great question because as far as I know, there is no Gossip Girl tie in to this. No, there's absolutely to this album. I think I just mentioned it once. And uh, that really so what, what was your thinking there? So you mentioned it and it sounded fun. And I was like, you know what? I, I seem I just like to do things between seasons to kind of break it up. Um, you know, the, the week after week, episode after episode can get a little monotonous. And it's just nice to, I, I like new traditions. And I think this could be maybe one of the new traditions we review a pop album between seasons as well. I love doing the movies. I love doing our recaps. Uh, maybe we could throw in some, some music here and there just to, just to, you know, get some variety in here. You just stalling because you've been locked out of your HBO Max password uh, <laughs> account and have no have no way to watch the Gossip yeah, I just, Girl episodes. I feel a little embarrassed. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, no, it, it just it sounded fun. That's also kind of how the average Joel started too. We we thought of a, a funny name for our podcast and like, oh, maybe we should do that show just because the name is so funny. Um, but I, we we thought of this with uh, former guest Ganesh, who was supposed to be the the guest on this show. And backed out last minute, and we had this is a great way to segue. We had a great guest um, <laughs> who is probably a bigger fan than me or you. I don't know if that's true. Now we'll talk to him about that in a second. But he saved the show and came in uh, with only a few hours' notice. So Matt Lagori, thanks for being here. Yeah, I don't know what to say or feel about <laughs> anything of how we ended up here. Gagan's um, <laughs> <laughs> correct about you know I'm, I'm I, I have been and continue to question what this <laughs> podcast is doing on this feed. Um, <laughs> I'm not upset about joining the podcast, but also the journey that it took for me to be here of being on the podcast, not anymore being on the podcast, um, and then being called in at the last minute when the yeah. uh, other guest has decided that they were not able to make it. So. <laughs> Again, I don't know what to do or say, but I'm happy to do this activity that we're going to do today. Hello. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. It's an activity, really. It's an exercise. Um, so how, how do you, you don't know how to feel about being here, but you, I know for a fact you did not want to be here if there was going to be another person that dislikes Demi. So what was your reason behind that? You just couldn't handle someone else uh, disliking someone of your favorite? I guess so. I would never invite somebody on to like the choir room to be like, I hate Glee and this is why. Um or, or actually, no, maybe that's a different story because Glee is like a, a, a show that many people think is like actively bad. So like that's, uh-huh. uh, I guess, bad, bad example. Um, but the entire like enticing part of like Matt first mentioning to do with this podcast, I was like, oh my God, like that sounds great. Sounds fun. Um, big fan of Demi, big fan of this album. And then you guys were like, oh, well, we're going to invite somebody on who hates Demi and like is probably going to shit on everything you just said um, because they don't like any of it. And I was like, that's very confusing to me as to why I would sign myself up for that. Um, so I was like, all right, well, then you guys just have fun with with uh, with the other Matt. And yeah. um, and I'll skip that here. One. Now I'm here. So um, again, I'm confused. Well, mats involved in this, a lot just of to make it even more confusing. Oh, that would have been three mats. I mean, so my, my thought process behind that, I like the idea only because I thought as a group of Demi fans, we could maybe convince him to stop being so close-minded. That was what I was hoping would happen if we all four of us or he just his, his whole thing is just he doesn't like Demi Lovato or this album? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Gagan, you know more about it than I do. You go into that a little bit. Um, Ganesh hates Demi Lovato, and it's been a thing for years. I don't know where it stems from or or why it's a thing, which is why when this album came out and it was, I was such a fan of it, I was very excited to tell him how good it was. Um, but yeah, and, and Ganesh is the type of person where uh, he's, I don't think you're going to change his mind. Even even if he knows he's wrong, he's still just going to continue uh, to troll us, in, you know, 
and just saying stupid things, uh, you know, anti-Demi, anti-this album probably. So I, I completely understand why Ligori didn't want to do this, which is why I, I, I asked him when I knew that uh, Ganesh might be coming on if he still wanted to do it. And He uh, said no. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then in the, in the final hour before today, before we ended up here today, um, this is where we ended up. Uh, yeah, because if we were, and, and not to go too into this as, as we already have, but and you wanted to do this, Brendan. I, I thought it would be uh, probably more fun to have someone who is a, a big fan of this. Yeah, to, we landed in the better you know, spot. Kind of, yeah. And so I wanted Liguori on. Uh, you kind of wanted to embrace the debate factor more of it and get Ganesh on. And I also knew that Ganesh. Uh, is a very flaky person, so I think yeah. Ligori, if he said he was going to do it, would be the safer option to have as a as as proven right now. Who Ganesh uh, <laughs> said that he was totally. he was wanted to do it. He definitely wanted to come on up until today at one p.m. and uh, when, when when he dropped out. So uh, <laughs> no surprise there from my end. Luckily, Ligori was still. Uh, ready to come on as long as Ganesh wasn't here, and he is not. So, I mean, if you ask me, this is the uh, perfect scenario here. It's also, I, like, I, either way, you were setting up some kind of, like, now him and I are, like, like at odds. Um, uh, and, <laughs> and that would have been the case whether we were both on the podcast, because we would have been arguing about Demi Lovato, or the case now, because now he's listening to this saying, why does this asshole he's no, he's not, not want to talk to me? Don't worry. Okay, so that's fun, too. But either way, if it ever gets back to him, he's going to be like, why does this guy not like me? Um, so you've created a rivalry between two friends just for, I, I don't know, it was pretty impressive. I don't think, first of all, I don't think Ganesh is going to take it too personally. And also, uh, I Again, did not tr try to uh, to start a feud between Matts. That is, as a Matt myself, I would never want to do that. And also, <laughs> you know, Ganesh, I don't think uh, as he he just debuted on the podcast a few weeks ago. He doesn't really deserve to be uh, christened into the two timers club just yet. Wow. As Ligori is uh, right now. This is uh, not to gloss over. Does this count? This counts. You're I mean, here. If, you're on the feed. If Nicole, if Nicole's appearance on the uh, traveling pants episode counts, then then your episode counts as well. So uh, right. welcome to the illustrious two timer club. Yeah. Thank you. I don't think people on the Thank Lonely you. Boys wiki are also uh, sticklers about um, what appearances count and what don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think we should, we're we're done explaining why we're like, we're done defending while we're doing this. We're done explaining the scheduling behind the two mats. Um, let's let's you get into like the you're episode. Getting a defensive. <laughs> I'm getting defensive about having to be defensive. Um, Ligori, we'll start with you yes. first. What what is your? And may I call you Ligori? Do you like do you like Matt Ligori better? You may call me whatever you'd like, okay. Brendan. I'll call you Liggy. Um, maybe except for that one. People at work call me that. Really? So okay. <laughs> fit right in. <laughs> okay. Um, what is your background with Demi? Where do you, where do you, was big it all Big fan. Big, big fan. Um, you know, of course, like our generation, our, like we all grew up with the Disney Channel group, like this, this group of Disney Channel, like, like, the, like everybody this who class. sang, send it on all together. Yeah. This class of Disney Channel, uh, Demi, Miley and Selena, and then the Jonas Brothers, like when they, when they sang, send it on, it was like, well, this is our, this is our graduation song that this is the song that's going to stick with us, you know, forever. Um, and all of these individual artists that are here, like they have all gone on to have very successful careers like the Jonas Brothers like like everybody that that was involved in that right. time um for me out of anybody there um Demi's the one that I've stuck to and have enjoyed music from and just everything about everything Demi has is like an artist like like her vocals her um like the passion in in every single like lyric that's in this album um and it's so interesting to me because um you know we'll talk about the album compared to like some last albums and stuff but like some of the last albums have been so you know 
great, but it's it it's I think I like from this album I'm getting that like this is what Demi prefers um hmm. to be making in okay. terms of music. Um and the last stuff has been so incredible, which is great because it's like, wow, look at how much great music you've created in a lane that's maybe not your preferred <laughs> right. lane, but like kind of where your label maybe was pushing you for a while. And after leaving the Disney Channel where you probably, you know, were you know, that's where you got your start and and you know, we um she was on a tour doing um I think maybe here we go again or something. Um and she was giving like the middle finger in the air, like when she was specifically singing about like, uh, or talking about like Disney Channel and like the way she got <laughs> right. her career because like, you know, we're in the era of uh, you know, the, look at Jeanette McCurdy. Like we're talking yeah. about like the shit that like we went through that kind of stuff with our old you know stomping grounds and all that kind of stuff. So, um, long story short, just have always been a big fan of Demi. Have seen her two, three, or four times uh, at this point. It's been a wow. couple times. Um, hopefully, you know, one more time uh, with this upcoming tour that she's currently on. Right. Um, and yeah, just a, a big, big fan. Yeah, I was reading about uh, how this this very well could be her last. She's kind of over it or whatever she was saying. I didn't fully dive too deep into it. but That was that was today. She posted on uh, Instagram that she's apparently like feeling kind of sick, not doing too hot, um, saying that like going on tour, being on tour has just kind of like taken a lot out of her. And um, the line, the, the final slide was, yeah, I'm, not, I'm never doing this again, which <laughs> I mean, I hope that's not the case. But right. at the end of the day, you know, health comes first. Yeah, totally. Um, but other thing that you, you mentioned that I thought was interesting is like just thinking about the class of people that you you were talking about it's just crazy how talented that group is and like if anything we're gonna give props to um for the people running disney channel back then is like the scouting is absolutely incredible what a bunch of people all of them shout out the scouting and recruiting definitely uh, yeah can't 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 complain about that they uh they did a they did a great job uh finding these stars yeah maybe some executives a little too good at uh scouting out like young good looking people <laughs> i'm sure that's a little bit of a part of it that's part part of the job description um bunch of psychos out there did we, we do get we did we get some great uh lyrics about that sort of thing like you were saying that there's one lyric in particular and i, f- I forget which one i have notes of it later on but there's one lyric about her how, how she's like basically a vip at any disneyland and when she goes there she goes down on people at one of the rides it's like <laughs> if, I, if there's, there's no better middle finger than <laughs> doing performing a sexual act at disneyland I mean that song. I'll save that. I'll save uh, you know getting into the song. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get but um, yes, Splash Mountain getting a, a name check in <laughs> in this album was not something I expected the first time I listened to it. Um, <laughs> but as somebody who loves Demi Lovato and loves Disney World and loves Splash Mountain, it's my favorite ride. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> why would I want somebody coming onto this podcast to tell me why this sucks? Yeah, that's true. I, and I and also, like, I didn't think about that. Like. A, no better place to pick than Splash Mountain to make someone wet. Well, I didn't even think that's, about that. That's kind of the, that's kind of the play on. No, thanks, thank uh, you, thank you, Gory, for, for putting that out. I guess I'm, you know, it takes it takes you explaining it to me <laughs> to understand it. Uh, be honest, did you listen to the album? Uh, many times. I, I so I'm <laughs> I'm not a guy that really hears lyrics until like uh, the tenth time around. It, the only song lyrics I know are Green Day lyrics and Taylor Swift lyrics because I've. It's just been beaten senselessly into my senselessly into my brain, but uh, I'm more of like a, a tune guy, and most songs that I you like, know, I know the chorus maybe if you're lucky. And I know that Matt, I know you said that you understood what I was saying, but like that's a good example. What what if we were doing a Taylor Swift review podcast, and I just oh, came yeah, on completely. 
Exactly. Just just like bashing everything about Taylor Swift, just because I just don't I'm not I'm not like not a fan of her, but I'm not a fan of her. Um, right. I just and I I was uh, yeah, I was going to mention that, but it, it did slip my mind. If like you and Brendan were doing an episode uh, breaking down 1989 uh, by Taylor Swift or if mm-hmm. Bre- I don't know, I don't know how that came together. Or if you and Ganesh were breaking it down, <laughs> Brendan, because uh, uh, Ganesh also not a big uh, not a big Swifty. Uh, he is Team Scooter uh, canonically. <laughs> yeah. So yes. it, 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 <laughs> what a stance. <laughs> yeah, it's just a con- so contrarian it, of him. Yeah, so if if anyone came on and was just like bashing any of the songs, like I would get, like I would probably storm off the podcast. Like it's not something yeah. that I would I would want to be a part of. That is something that is uh, too beloved, too sacred for me to uh, to hear anyone have dissenting opinions on. Yeah, yeah. I get I get it. That makes sense. Uh, I that's just not the kind of thing that hits my nerves, and I'm not sensitive about that sort of thing. I I. I Welcome the challenge of some idiot yeah, like Ganesh. You're such an evolved human. You you embrace debate. It's, it, no, it's mm. mo- it's mostly knowing Ganesh and who he is personally because he's he's just usually doing it for the joke. Uh, but we, we don't have to annoying. keep he, don't bring him up anymore. <laughs> Enough. He's not going to listen to this. He doesn't deserve the airtime. We need a, we need a new villain of the pod. I, think. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. All right, we'll leave him in. Um, <laughs> Especially if that means it's not me anymore. Right. Yeah. And speaking of which, we should uh, keep this as short as possible. Yeah, I would like that. <laughs> um. For, for now, this is the extending of the olive, olive branch, unless I decide to be spiteful in the middle of the episode and really drag this thing out just because you're on here. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I speaking of Disney World and Demi, I have never been to Disney World or Land, and this is my first dive into Demi at all. I don't know any other <laughs> songs except for like radio songs. You really mm-hmm. are the the opposite of Ligori. So do, do with that what you will. But everything you just said was was very opposite of Ligori. <laughs> <laughs> all of it <laughs> like even going back like two three minutes to when you were talking about liking the debate and all that stuff like <laughs> such such opposite you said something about not being sensitive keep it going <laughs> crazy uh, yeah i mean but you uh, have I will, no I'll... history with sorry i cut you okay, off. Okay. you have no history with demi lovato then no history um i'm almost glad because i feel like this is the kind of genre i would like to to dig into this is like a, a good balance for me of my enjoyment of rock and pop um i i probably would like her pop stuff too but if if like Liguri was saying if this is what she wants to be doing more so maybe she's pouring more of her heart and soul to this and it's just maybe better but i'll have to it's, it was good enough for me not to tip my hand too much it was good enough for me to definitely go back and listen to some old stuff um but i i don't think there's a bad song on this album so i'm not here to make Liguri angry before we even get started i i, I liked too- it a lot Gagan, have you uh, gone like you've been in on Demi albums before? Like, do you know some of the, the previous ones besides like just the obvious like hits that she's had? Right. So, thank you for asking my history because I I was getting the feeling that Brendan was not going to of course yeah, no. going to do that. I, I was um, I offered to host the podcast. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe you should have. Um, so, <laughs> mu- music wise, like obviously I, I've known Demi Lovato since her uh, days starring in season one of As the Bell Rings, but uh, and music wise, um, n- I've not really done a deep dive on Demi's old music album by album like I have with other artists. I know that you have always been into her, Ligori, and I remember when I was uh, doing my Lady Gaga deep dive, you did tell me that I should do Demi Lovato next, and I guess I just never listened and (laughs) never did it, but I kept that in the back of my mind, so when she started releasing newer albums, I I got in on that level. So I did hear um, her most recent album before this one uh dancing with the devil dot 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 the art of starting over uh not a fan so i i thought there was a few catchy songs but uh a ton of skips so um when yes sorry when she 
started releasing singles for this album, Holy Fuck, um, and I noticed that there were more like rock and roll, and it sounded really good. Like I was really, yeah, Holy Fuck, maybe, alternate pronunciation. Yeah, so I was hearing the the heavy rock and roll there, and I was really into it, and I was really excited. And like you guys were saying, it seemed like this is kind of where she wanted the direction of her music to go in. Um, we were mentioning the the class of Disney stars, the Disney class of, of 2012 or whatever that era was when they all graduated from Disney. Um, I, I was more of a, of a Miley guy. I kind of went mm-hmm. on to follow the career of Miley Cyrus most closely, so definitely know all of her albums and everything, and I was also a big fan when Miley Cyrus started going the rock and roll route, so I hope this is a, uh, a pattern that that more of these of these uh, Disney pop girls are going to do. I can't wait to hear Selena Gomez's rock album. Next. <laughs> yes, please. has has hasn't Miley gone back to like away from from that though? I feel like she's gone back to like the countryside of things. In her or most, m- or maybe I don't know. Most recent album was Plastic Hearts, and that is a more rock and roll album than anything. Uh, yeah, there's some pop on it, but it's definitely more. It's not like full on like hard rock like this um but but it, yeah, it is very it's yeah. more akin to this than anything else and that, that is her her most recent stuff okay i mean for for holy fuck i i mean there's hardly any pop like this is mostly just no. like a rock album i'll say there is yeah. 45 seconds of a pop song here somewhere and that's my least favorite <laughs> part of the album Ow. yeah i mean but yeah very much like pop uh, songwriting but just like the instruments and like the band behind her is like just incredible really good stuff yeah. um all right, we'll get into it soon enough, but I just want to ask you both, since you both have some sort of demi-attachments here, mostly Ligori, uh, do you have any like stories or like any, I know mean, you said you went to a few of her concerts, anything notable, like any notable memories of, of Demi in general over the years? Um, Just, I, I guess, the concerts. I mean, um, the there was one that I went to that was uh, Demi and Nick Jonas were performing together. Nick Whoa. had been, you know, doing his solo stuff at the time. Um, and, you know, they just combined forces for this concert. And that was, um, that was really great. I sat like very close to the stage. Not like, not like oh, my screen just went away. I thought that I disappeared. Um, I not like, like front row, but like but somewhere enough. on the floor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was like an incredible experience. And also um, one time that I saw her, um unexpectedly at least for for me i don't know if other people knew this was going to happen but joe jonas came out and we got some camp rock um yeah it live in the concert um so that was like like i there's somewhere on my phone a video of me like losing my shit more than you ever (laughs) like ever could imagine um, when joe jonas comes out to to sing that with her um yeah um i mean also you know besides just being a demi fan like big camp rock fan and and that's not something that i think everybody on this panel uh is on board with or at least uh gagan is not there yet oh, okay. uh they're pointing at me camp rock 2 is camp rock 2 is a great film i liked it a lot more than the original camp rock so either way um <laughs> yeah just yeah that's, yeah that's that that's amazing like i would be even like someone who has kind of checked out from disney channel once demi came onto the scene um, I would have been hyped just to see that collaboration. That's so cool that they still do those sorts of sorts of things, or at least they did do those sorts of things. Because um, a lot of people from that era, Nick or Disney, just would want to forget about those times. But it's cool that they're still friendly and and sort of embrace it. And this was, I mean, this was years ago. This is right. you know um, before Jonas Brothers get back together and yeah. they're doing their Even own as thing. Still and, though, and, but yeah, 
and you know demi's been through like hell and back um you know and back and back and back again uh since then which you really you know hear about and see uh in this album so um times have changed um greatly and you know the class of 2012 um it's now 2022 and a lot has happened in that 10 years to get us to where we are so um i think again that's uh, that's another great thing about this album of just um how vulnerable demi is and how um open she is to singing about all of these things that have really been you know a part of getting her to age 29 which i think she's now 30 um in real time but um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. very good very good and Matthew, you have uh, nothing as good as that. That was, that was pretty great. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so uh, is, although I have not uh, been following too closely album by album the career of Demi Lovato, I, I do know that she is great at uh, singing uh, or writing a writing and singing, I guess, a, a sad song or two. And I love a good sad song. So I, I'm definitely um, familiar with uh, like Sober and Anyone. Those were always always songs that i would go to when i when i needed a good cry and i i actually do have a a story um because of course i have followed the um the story of demi lovato her struggles with you know addiction and mental health and all of that so i'm very familiar with everything that she has uh, had to go through in her life and i I have a story um that has to do with your your very own sister brendan oh wow yeah so uh i guess four years ago in 2018 i was at one of your birthday parties at your house and uh, so was Tierney. And I, I don't know how this came up, but I was going, I, of course, famously uh, keep a list of every time I've cried since uh, 20, 2018, I think. So Tierney was going over the list with me and she asked me when the last time I cried was. And I was like, oh, it was actually uh, a few days ago, you know, uh, Demi Lovato, uh, you know, not wasn't doing so well. It really got to me. And Tierney just turned to me and said, oh, that kind of stuff makes me laugh. So she <laughs> could, could not relate with me on on any of that. And the, the, conversa- the conversation, uh, I think we, we switched gears after that. Yeah, she's a sicko. Um, yeah, th- that sounds almost exactly what I, I would think she would say to any sort of sensitive topic. Tierney, Tierney Ruppel, everybody. <laughs> Um, we are going to hear from her soon, actually. Not that that's important now, but I, I feel like I haven't heard from her in a little while, being my sister. I would, I would love to hear from her on The Lonely Boys. Maybe that'll get us to connect again. <laughs> uh, Brent, Brendan Month is coming up. Hell yeah, I knew it. Um, all right. Holy Fuck, here we are. Holy Fuck is the eighth studio album by an American singer named Demi Lovato. It was released on August 19th, 2022. What we're going to do now, for fans of Lonely Boys that aren't familiar with the Lovato lads... Um, we are just going to go kind of song by song and comment on them as we go. So here is your song number one entitled Freak featuring Young Blood. So we just, we just kind of talk over. Yeah, you talk over. I mean, so I, what I like about these songs is that I didn't have to do too much work to find like where I should start the song because they're all so short. Um, the, the choruses come up pretty quick. So that, yeah. that's good. It's a 48-minute album, but there's 16 songs, yeah. Right, yeah, so we're averaging kind of less than three minutes per song then there. So uh, definitely did keep them brief, which is good. Leave me wanting more, definitely, and definitely easy to breeze through the album uh, multiple times. I, I guess start with Freak. Uh, I-, I said a little, I think before we started recording, but not one of my favorites on the album, but I, I agree with both of you that there's no skips on this album. So definitely not a skip for me, but... 
certainly not one of my favorites to, okay. to start off the album. So, did you did you do a ranking or? I have rankings. Of course, yes, I, have I, figured, ranking. I figured you would just okay. do it, both do it automatically. So I didn't even ask you to, to do it. I don't have it numbered, but I can do that very easily. Okay. Um, it's it's um, I'm in the same boat. It's not at the top of my list, but it's not at the bottom. It's um, it looks like so 16, 14, 15, 14, 13, 12. I have it around eleven. Um, and it's subject to change because I made this ranking in the past six hours since I found out I was going to be on this podcast. And um, this is a, a fun start. I, I think, you know, yeah, totally. um, a lot of the vibe of what Demi's getting into this album is, is you know, here are all the problems that are all the things that I've gone through, in the, you know, lately. Um, and a lot of what she's talking about is like how like people looked at her and the media and all this kind of stuff and how people like viewed her. And it's like, um, you know, the, the line, get your tickets to the freak show, baby. It's like, no, I'm just living my life. But like, everybody's looking at me as if, um, you know, all of this, you know, going to rehab and all of like my struggles and, and addictions are just like a freak show. And that's just, you're signing, you're, you're getting a ticket to come watch the show uh-huh. by following me and my life and my career. Um, and the, the part about the song that I don't like, I feel like it would have been great. I don't love the came for the, for the trauma, stayed for the drama. Like I don't, I don't hate it, but I feel like it doesn't need to be there. Um, sure. But it's also a very revealing line about, you know, came from the trauma, stayed for, you know, I, I don't know. So I get it. Um, and I do think it's a, a strong opening song, but there's just so much better on the album. Yeah, yeah I, I, totally. I, I agree with like the strong opening, especially like I, I think it just kind of is a great place to start as far as telling you what you're supposed to expect through the rest of the album. Um, I, I also just since this one has a feature, I just want to point this out now. I don't think I like any of the features. I don't think any of them add anything to Ooh. the songs. I, I disagree. I think uh, I think Youngblood is a three out of three for me, but I still think uh, it's fine. And I am a really big fan of uh, the, the other two features on the album. Uh, okay, this is one of my favorite features that I don't like. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, none of them are like bad, but I feel like there's one in particular that I feel like uh, is super necessary. But all the all these parts that come from other people, I'm like, can Demi just do that part instead? I just I think I just want more of her. Maybe you have to have features, and I I really enjoy the fact that I don't know who any of them are. Um, <laughs> I did not. I don't know who Young no, Nobody is. does. Yeah, no. I I genuinely really like that because um, it's you know just well, them, continuing yeah. the the like the narrative here of Demi just doing whatever um, you know fits her music the best, and I'm I'm sure she's not like the sole person who like you know found these people to be on the songs, but um, you know going through with it and having this person like you know or or the, what if it's a group or a person um, like join. Uh, Demi on all these songs, uh, they there's definitely some good picks for like you're gonna have features. Well, sure. she she credits a uh, uh, dead Sarah with inspiring her to go back to rock and roll uh, in the first place. So I think very very important uh, cheer there. Um, dead Sarah, who I did look up, is a group and not just one person going by the name of Dead Sarah. Unfortunately, because <laughs> I do think that is a it is a good single person name. Person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we mentioned the bridge. Um, the they came from the trauma, stayed for the drama. Definitely in, in a album where I do like a lot of the bridges. This is definitely one that uh, isn't one of my favorites. They kind of just repeat the uh, the same line over and over there, which which is fine. Um, not all the bridges are, are going to be my favorites, and I, I think my favorite part though is the uh, the pre-chorus to the tune of the royalty-free circus music. Okay. Yeah, I- I'm down for that. I don't fully agree. I, I just I, this is a basic song that like the chorus is good. The rest is like okay, 
But yeah, I'm, that's fair. I'm down for that. Emmy's at her best when she's yelling, screaming, so or like belting. Yeah, you know, and and when there's like a belt, and there's a lot in this album of like the mm-hmm. belting going underneath, like the like the rest of the song or something like that. And this song doesn't really have that, I think, um, unless I'm like forgetting a specific part of it. No, you're um, right. So uh, that's what like the rest of these songs like do have that I uh, really uh, love about them. So um, you know, this one's definitely again good for the album, but. So much more better. So so much better uh, on the other rest of the songs. All right. Well, I think Absolutely. that will lead us to our number two, Skate of My Teeth. Demi leaves I mean, hear, hearing that like as the first that's single, it's like, oh, wow. Album. That's, that's what the most single, people heard first, I'm guessing. When Yeah. When this single was released, I, I, I listened to it the day it was released, and I fell in love with it actually like immediately, and I listened to it a bunch of times, and I said, this is going to be... Uh, one of my top songs on my Spotify rap this year. I just could not stop listening to it. Like, as soon as I heard the song, I knew it was going to absolutely love the album if we were going to get more totally. stuff like this. So I, I, was, I was very excited from, from the first line of Demi Lee's Rehab again. Yeah, it's really it's really great. Um, I, I was worried we weren't going to have an, an album fully like this, but as soon as I opened up and heard Freak, I'm like, okay, cool. So one and two are like this. That's a great sign. Um it's just, it's really good. I think it is one of my higher up spots. Um, I do hate when you get a single off an album and then you get the rest of it. It's like, oh, wait, that was my favorite song. Um, but it was it was up there, but it wasn't quite my favorite. I have it at number six. Okay. Um, I am going to have it higher than number six. I don't know. Should should we be revealing or, or are we going to be I mean, doing like a, a complete ranking? It's okay if you reveal. I don't, I don't think people are, are smart enough to hear all the numbers over the course of an hour and put them all together in their head. So, uh, <laughs> wow, really yeah, calling out our listeners. <laughs> They're a bunch of morons. I think, um, this song this song stays well while Matt decides what he's going to do. This song stays, you know, it's it's good. It's got a great hook. It's got it's great. Um but then, you know, you get to the the part where um I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I'm your son. Your son. Yeah. yeah. Um and then so like that's good. And then the next one where <sighs> We're, we're we're like the dual tracks are yeah, going and she's really doing good. her thing on there oh my so god good. Oh so iconic god. like when she yeah when she repeats the bridge and like this is the first time we really hear how good demi's vocals are on this album and it is like this i just love like belting this when i'm driving in the car it also makes me emotional though. like oh, man lyrics and subject matter fun. like yeah of course like she does this a lot throughout the album so where talented i i have to agree yeah this song especially like the chorus is great the verses are great the bridge is iconic like no notes great song um yeah it gave me chills like listening to legory to explain what was happening in the song not even like his singing but afterwards where he explained how it went just (laughs) gave me chills and then the singing of course was was a cherry on top yeah um a few songs that god damn it i just want to be free but i can't because it's a fucking disease i'm alive by the skin of my yeah, um, I, I've been belting. I I've belting that song, that lyric out when it comes out with tears coming to my eyes. It's like I love this song so much. It's really good. I mean, a great idea. Some, sometimes people can pick terrible singles to promote their album. Um, I think this was like on the nose, like perfect choice for the single off this one. But yeah, I mean, again about that sort of dual track. Like, it her voice is so fucking powerful. She can get it so high. Um, and it's it's just amazing. And I think a lot of the production in this album was really great. Just very subtle nuances, like that effect that they had at that part for the lower part of the dual track. Yeah. It's just like so, like it's almost like a wah effect that they're doing. And it just it just sounded really cool. Um, I don't know. I just I just I liked a lot of the stuff that came from this song that like 
traveled throughout the rest of this album. And, you know, it's um, obviously, you know, the theme of this song is Demi's talking about her addictions and, you know, that's that's the fucking disease um, that she's having a hard time finding herself being free from. But, like, you can also kind of like interpret it in different ways depending on, like, whatever struggle you're going through in life. And, like, right. there's so much deeper meaning into, into her songs and whatnot. And, I mean, just imagine you're somebody listening to this song that's going through the same thing that Demi has been or continues to be or, you know, hopefully not continues to be but probably still continues to be. Right. Uh, I don't think that's something that ever really just goes away. Um, so, you know, the as much of a like in, insanely good song uh, that this one is and some of the other ones are, um, that's why <laughs> that's why I'm like, I can't have somebody telling me that, the, that Demi Lovato is <laughs> bad or not a good artist. I'm like, do you yeah. not hear her? Like, do you not see the things that you like, like hear her words? Like, yeah. In your defense with that, too, like, I have, as you were speaking, I'm like, I have a feeling we wouldn't be having the same conversations with Ganesh <laughs> as you're like oh, digging deep why, into the yeah, lyrics. It's very funny. But on the other end of it, like, that song is so good. How could he not like that, though? I feel like he would. He, he has to like that. Even if he would, he would pretend not to to keep up his thing. Like that's <laughs> I know, why. I know. I know. <laughs> that's why if you wanted to have a serious Brendan, discussion just say you were wrong. <laughs> I, I know I was wrong. I'm usually wrong. I just, I just want to. <laughs> uh, I just want. Yeah, I just want people. I just shake people awake and be like, this is fucking good. Like maybe I am uh, biased because I fell in love with this song as soon as it was released, like ahead of the album, and so I was always going to consider this as one of my favorites, just because I've had more time to appreciate it. Yeah. But um, so I don't know if it, if this just came out with the rest of the album. I mean, I still would love it. The chorus kind of reminds me of uh, of Panic at the Disco's Ballad of Mona Lisa, which is another one of my uh, sure. my favorite Panic at the Disco songs. So like, I, I was very like. there's a lot of influence here from from yeah, ab- other absolutely. you know rock artists or, or you know uh like punk and, and all that kind of stuff there's you can hear a lot of stuff that like it's like i've heard this before but this is demi's right. take on it yeah, right. there's, there was... i forget which song it is but there's a song that's like literally um lady gaga and then she and then all of a sudden it changes afterwards like oh wait i can't do that whole tune because then it's actually i'll actually get arrested um but there's there's definitely <laughs> a few songs that are like okay this is your version of it and it's hard to write a, like pop songs that all sound exactly like completely different from each other so it's it's always going to be part mm-hmm. of the yeah. songwriting process. I was, uh, I was reading a review that uh, said that compared her to uh, some of the songs to Avril Lavigne and Blink-182, which are two of the names that kept coming to my mind with right. a couple of these songs. So I was very I was very happy that a uh, someone who gets paid to write reviews was uh, was agreeing with, with what I was hearing. Yeah, and like that's, again, this is where Demi fits. Like they, like uh, some of the albums that I, I've loved some of Demi's past albums but were very like, they were like, oh, can we make Demi Lovato Kelly Clarkson and be like, you know, <laughs> we're going to have these powerful ballads and she's going to sing her heart out. And it's like, yeah, she can definitely do that. And she did. And she made some great music out of there. But as much as I love all of that music, like this album is where she is thriving. And that's just, I, I don't yeah. know, I'm, I'm going to beat the same thought that's here right. to death, but... <laughs> That's that's what we're here to do. Well, let's hear her thrive a little bit more on your number three. This is Substance. Is anybody happy with life in the backseat? This is one of the songs that does remind me of, like, could be a Blink-182 song. Like, totally. it is very pop-punky. It is also very catchy. Like, the chorus gets stuck in my head very easily. Um, yeah, this could have easily been on Avril Lavigne's newest album with, like, Travis Barker on the drums. 100%. Yeah, for sure. And, like... Again, it might have been. I listened to this song as a single before it came out, but this is also going to be another one of my one of my favorites on the album. Just another another song that's just like when the chorus comes song. It's oh yeah, hey, listen, that's shutting it off. <laughs> so messed up. Oh, and then like the last time she sings this chorus oh, yeah, I'll, again, I'll, I'll and she's turn just turn it back up for that part of the end. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, I, I think it's crazy that this is like the so- the third song, and like 
you're hit so hard over the head <laughs> with how good she is three in a row I'm like oh my god like i didn't know this like, person was this yeah. talented and as they're skinning my teeth you're like this girl's got a crazy voice and then substance just like showcases her fucking power even more it's like what the hell who last, is this that last chorus with like the key change and the most insane vocals i've ever heard like <laughs> that's so good that's why like, it's hard yeah. for, i don't want to keep comparing it to avril but i mean it's so it's so comparable that i first listened through this i was like oh, okay um avril's newest was easily better and then like the more i listened to this the more i liked it better i think especially because of how like how much more raw Demi's vocals are in this album as opposed sure. to Avril's. Avril's are so produced and don't even really mm. sound like a real person. Uh, but th- here it's like very clear that Demi's a better singer than Avril Lavigne. Yeah, no, I'm not here to compare uh, two of our like you know our childhood <laughs> icons, right? Um, and and one that's still here actively making like incredible music in the prime of their career. Um, but no, it's not even a contest. Like Demi's Demi's ability to belt and sing and get these runs out is just unmatched. Like by 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 anybody else like in her class, it's just <laughs> it's really not. She's got it. It's insane. It's insane. Um, the, the those parts that like make you like you know feel that way in like the end of the songs or when she's doing those you know like dual runs with herself and it's just like oh my god uh. <laughs> yeah wait it's it's not even this part. It's, 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 it's coming here it's coming here everyone just we sit in fire oh my god like, how does yeah, a real person I, do that Levine is one of my favorite artists of all time, but it is not because she is like, I mean, she's uh, a good singer. It's yeah, not yeah, that she's an incredible end. singer. Like, obviously, if we're comparing the two, Demi Lovato definitely has the, the better voice. Oh, what a great ending to the song, yeah. too. I also love In the Bridge where, um, you know, the instruments stop and it's just like the drumsticks and and uh, we we as an audience all get to clap along while she's, <laughs> while she's singing it. It's love. When you let go of the driver's wheel and Wait, you start Matt, did along. you decide if you're going to be going along with the rankings, like, as you go, or...? Mm. I mean, if you do, you can I mean, recap them at the end. Doesn't matter. You can do it at the end. Yeah, you do. You do both. Mine. Okay. I, well, this came in at number three for me right now. Okay. Oh wow. Um, I can't. I can't decide if I want to reveal now or. I mean, or I I, I have a feeling that nobody cares. <laughs> I only I know, like the but... idea of going now because it's like you know not even like how many people are listening to this podcast that have listened to the entire album and have <laughs> studied I guess the songs as much as we have to prepare. Yeah, to what's, what's the crossover between our Lonely Boys right. audience and people that really like this album? I still don't know why we're doing this on we'll this find podcast. Out. Feed, <laughs> no, <but> yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I don't know. Um, it's fine. <laughs> like this. Well, it's good for me to get uh, familiar with the. Uh, with the layout of, of this kind of podcast for when we eventually do the Swifty Boys. Right. But uh, this, this one, like I said, I love this song, but I do love a lot of songs. So it does fall just outside the top five for me. It was my sixth favorite oh. of the album. Well, Skin of My Teeth and, third, and then we can just, you know, say that we had like the, those swapped. Skin Maybe of My not. Teeth was second. Oh. Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah. You cannot. Freak, <laughs> you, freak, you freak I said, was it 11 for me. What was it for you? Um, without looking at it, I believe it was number 13 for me. Okay, yeah, pretty pretty similar spots. Yeah. Okay, well, I think that brings us to... Break. Yeah, I'm gonna... Yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, number four, <laughs> Eat Me, featuring Royal and the Serpent, everyone's favorite. Yeah, <laughs> opposite of Dead Sarah, I thought that Royal and the Serpent was a band. Turns out, just one just one person. They always do that. Like Royal uh, and then the, I do. Their friend, the Serpent. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do... Of uh, Ms. Royal and the Serpents' uh, vocals on this song when they come in. Uh, yes. They come in second verse, I guess. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. They do this whole part too. 
and I love this part. This like feels very like industrial rock. This uh, like, part is good. Like, I don't know, like what nine she inch just nails. did before this. I'm like, I, I don't know. I think I don't like the instrument arrangement for everything except for this. Like, once this happens, it's like a, a second song happens. Yeah, you know, the chorus is definitely the highlight. This is when I'm start. This is when I'm like screaming in my car right now. But I do like the verses as well, and Nobody? I like the lyrics too um, as well, where it you know points out kind of the impossible expectations that are thrown on her um, and all the uh, kind of guidelines she has to follow. This song, uh, first of all, nobody does, nobody drops the, the word fucking into songs better than Demi Lovato. Um, <laughs> she places them at the perfect spots where it just adds the best emphasis to what she's trying to say. Israel she's dead, it's time to fucking mourn. I can't spoof feed you and like, yeah, everything Matt just said. It's, this whole song is like, you know, you, you, you saw me as this Disney Channel pop diva, whatever, and then, you know, as time is going on, like, I'm still kind of just doing whatever, you, you know, my label wants me to do, you want me to be, all this kind of stuff. And she's like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Like, like this is who I am. This is this is what you're getting, and I love that. 100%. Yeah, I love that, too. Um, you I, have to eat me as I am. Like, like well, that's such a weird way to put it, but do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also love that at the end of like each chorus, we kind of reset so I can take a little breather and then head into the second verse as well. So, I that chorus goes so hard. It is you kind hard. of no, do need to point. just kind of stop and stop and reset for the next verse. I, I haven't even um, thought about that. I, I that might have been part of the thinking behind that because I, I really don't like that like that slow part because it sounds too abrupt once you get started on this. But maybe that that was purposeful. I just thought it sounded like they couldn't figure out how to add to the chorus they just like threw some like some bullshit in at the beginning but maybe there wasn't thought behind yeah, it that's true and, and Ligori mentioned oh, that really good, uh, yeah we do have like an actual breakdown here like we're on a mosh pit or something yeah. um, Ligori mentioned that she's very good at including the word fuck in her and I, perhaps we should make a ranking of that the, the hardest that best <laughs> utilize the word fuck but I, I actually like uh, a highlight of the song for me is when Royal and the Serpent comes in and says fuck at the end of the uh, the second pre-chorus that that, that that's one of my favorite parts of the songs. And Brendan, how could you not appreciate Ms. Royal and her serpent on this? On this I, I, song so here? it's not that I don't like them specifically on this one. I think it's more that their main part of the song is like the verse that I dislike that Demi does also. Like I just don't like that part of the song on both ends. Um, so you know, cut that out, and I'm good. Uh, and then the best part of the song is Demi singing. So I think I just want this song to be condensed down to the chorus, essentially. And the breakdown. So, I don't know. It, it's just a little bit messy for me. It, it's not my favorite, but like I said, none of those songs are bad. So, I think this one kind of ends up being like around middle of the pack for me anyway. Um, Just because of how much the, the, that breakdown lifts it up and just another powerful performance by Demi just lifts it up even though I don't like half the song. I really feel like this my, my ranking will change up and down. I have it at number two right now. Wow. Um, so, but but I don't know. It's just, it's it's one that like, you play it in the car, you play it whatever, um, it's going to get you pumped the fuck up. Like, it, it, you know, screaming. Uh, again, she's dead. It's time to fucking mourn. Like, like that. whoever you're looking for is not here anymore. Get the fuck over it. We're, we're on to something new. We're on to, we're on to authenticity. We're on to sure. who you came here for, who you bought an album for, who you bought a ticket to see a show to. That's me, not whoever the fuck you were in the past, or I was in the past. Right. I really, I really do like the lyrics here and what she's singing about. And um, also, Bill of the Pack for me, I have it at exactly number eight out of 16, but in an album oh. this good, that is obviously uh, somewhere around a, there. a very good feat. Yeah. Yeah, so well, speaking about like the themes of this song and like the, the four songs we've had so far, it, it's all great and I, I love it. But I, I think it being 16 songs long and it being the same 
feeling throughout and it's similar lyrics throughout i think at some point it just becomes like a little redundant like sometimes even like a little a little corny i don't know if you guys feel like some of the lyrics are a little corny but at times i feel like that but maybe just it's just because we hear so much of the same uh yeah i mean a couple of the songs are very similar in in the theming of like you know you're you have like maybe four different songs that are kind of like about the exact same topic, but right. um, it's being said in different ways and they're all catchy and they're all like good songs. So like yeah. the two or three songs that I'm like, that are towards the bottom of my list, I'm like, don't need it. But like, it's, it, you know, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I definitely agree that it didn't have to be 16 songs. Sure. I feel like, you know, an album could have uh, like this album or any album could, be, you know, says a lot more with a little bit less, but um I don't know. It just, I, I guess there was a connection with all 16 of them. And I'm sure there were like four songs that got cut oh, totally. uh, along the way. So sure. I don't know. Okay. Well, uh, let's get to the title track. Your number five. Holy fuck. 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 Thank you, Demi, for censoring. Uh, and, and we're not burying the lead here because all three of us, I think, are on the same page that this is not like our favorite from the album by any no. means. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely, uh, unfortunately, this is the title track, so I, I don't, I mean, I, I don't, it's not what I think of when I think of this album, I don't think it would be what anyone thinks of when they think of this album, it's, I mean, it's not bad, obviously, no. again, not skipping it, but it's it's kind of forgettable, like, I, um, I, so, if I have to remember was, how it sounded when I looked at the title. Right, yeah, this is one of the couple of songs where, um, I, I would, for, I could see myself like forgetting how this song goes, like forgetting the tune of this song before uh, eventually playing it. And also this part right here, the, uh, the the emphasis that she says, holy fuck, like you think it would be holy fuck, but it's holy fuck <laughs> in order for it to fit the song, which does not sound uh, correct to me. So, uh, <laughs> don't like that. Maybe, maybe a minor nitpick. We haven't even tapped into like talking about the album in terms of like, there's a lot of religion in it. Um, a lot right. of religious, a lot of religious like, and, like, yeah, uh, just things that are being pulled from just references and whatnot. And, um, I don't really, and, and, and I, you know, I guess as the, the biggest Demi person on the podcast, um, I don't really know where Demi is with like religion in, in her life these days. I mean, the songs will tell you, you know, um, kind of, uh, w- uh what song am I thinking of? Um, the one where she sings that, um, she went to God's house and looked around and realized oh, she didn't fit in. Happy ending. Um, yeah. So a couple songs away. Um, so, you know, that kind of gives you some, some hints at maybe what, what's going on, but it's still an album that's, you know, the, the literal album art is her laying on a cross. <laughs> looks like a, a mattress. Um, right. Like tie all, you know, tied up or, or whatever, whatever's going on there. Um, so I can't really like break down all of that aspect of it because I'm also like not the most well-versed in, Totally. <laughs> any of these topics but um it is you know I, I do think that she does a great job with incorporating a lot of the different references and stuff into into all yeah. the songs i mean my, my guess from the context the context of it all is that she was a grew up a catholic girl and now resents her parents for it um especially like the, the imagery yeah. of that album cover uh just like kind of says it all so I, I mean you're probably right about that I think she grew up religious and, you know, based on the lyrics of this song, I mean, most of them seem like kind of a, a fuck you to religion. I think she yeah. uh, may still be religious, but kind of resents how the Catholic Church uh, kind of makes her feel as possibly a, a queer person or as a uh, sexual person and doesn't like what the church teaches uh, in terms of that. So she kind of um, using some of those uh, teachings and themes in her um inner songs in this album uh semi-ironically absolutely um 
Yeah, but otherwise, as far as the song goes itself and how it sounds, uh, I think why it doesn't work for me so much is just because it's so slow. We just had one that was so upbeat for half the song, and there's like a lot of them that just, even though you could obviously you control the volume yourself, but some of them just sound louder than others just because of like the power that's behind them. And this one was just like kind of a little lackluster uh, in in passion to me. Yeah, like if if I I don't know what the track list is or what the order or the set list is. There's the word set list um, for Demi's concert uh, that she's currently on. Um, but like I would want this to like open the show. It'd be like let's like yeah, okay, yeah. this is the holy mm-hmm. fuck tour. People are like, still walking let's in. Do, let's start with it. Like everybody's still settling down. And it's like oh, like everybody's excited anyway because Yay, Demi's just finally yeah, taking the stage. It doesn't matter what song is playing right now. Um, and let's just <laughs> almost get this one out of the way, <laughs> and then right. we'll get into the fun stuff. Yeah, I think this is good. Like like I mentioned, how the last song that we listened to, Eat Me, had a little breather built into the song. I think we have a little breather built into the album because I think we're going to get be getting into a pretty good stretch of songs for, yeah. yes. for My Money coming up Hell here. Yeah. So we kind of need this breather to uh, to get ready for it. Um, as it stands, I do have this song ranked 15 out of 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Um, where did it go for me? It's... Um... I have it at ten, so I don't have it wow. too far down, but but I can see it going down lower. I just again I put this very quickly together. Um, I just think it's largely forgettable. Yeah, I, I think I that's a good way to put it. Because that's yeah, what well, you yeah. said at the beginning of this this song too, as we were breaking it down. I you said something about it not being bad, and I think that's what I wrote down as well. It's like not my favorite, but not bad. Um, again, not, no bad song on this album, as, as you famously say all the time about the front bottom. Don't have a bad song. This album right, also does not song. have a bad song. Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's get to let's get to Demi's crowning achievement. Let's get to the reason you were all uh, here. Our, our number <laughs> six song. You're all here for twenty nine. Already getting chills. I mean, like I just said, Demi Demi's crowning achievement on this album. Like, I, I, as soon as this, the first time I listened through this album, it comes on and I was immediately hooked. Like, it has everything. It's meaningful. It's emotional. Lyrically powerful. Catchy chorus. It calls out, you know, Wilmer Valderrama. What the fuck's and, consent? And other Numbers men, you know, told you not to, but that didn't stop you. So I, I think the main reason I didn't want you guys to sing is because now it's going to be more work for me to try and edit you guys to be synced up because you both sound so I'm offbeat. So <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Look, as, as somebody who did this exact, I had this exact same problem because I did this for like a hundred Glee podcasts, putting music in the background too. It's fine. Just leave it. Um, <laughs> okay. Like the amount of times that I released a podcast of Amon and I both singing at the exact same time, not at the exact same time. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I was um, okay. So what was I saying? Like it, it Calls out, not by name, but pretty much calls out Wilmer Valderrama and I guess any other, you know, men older, well past 20 who think it's okay to de- date teenagers. Also, It's another one that shows off her vocals. Like, it just feels insanely cathartic to belt out. Like, y- you can hear everything. Like, the amazing vocals, the emotion. I, I will be belting this song out from now until the end of time. The, the ooze or whatever a- after the chorus. He knows fucking better. Oh, that that part? Oh, my God, yes. It's a lot of good stuff. I mean, she, she, she um, means every and- single word she's saying right now. It's a, it's so so much passion behind every single syllable. Uh, this evoked some tears out of me in my run this morning. It's, it's really, really good. I definitely cried listening to this. Good for her to be able to write this song. And it's also just, like, a great song. Yeah. Yeah. It's- um, the, and, and as I think Matt was saying earlier about, like, um, Demi's, you know, um, 
very open about being a sexual person. Um, and there's literally a song, I don't know if it was the last album, the album before, I can't keep track, um, uh, that the, the song is called Daddy Issues. Um, so Demi's been like vocal about, you know, like she's, she's into daddies. I don't know. Yeah. Um, plus she's had daddy <laughs> issues. <laughs> um, so there's a lot that goes into like daddy issues in terms of like the lyrics that, that come up into these songs. Um, so, you know, this, the, the message behind this one obviously is what it is um, with the age difference and, you know, the fact that, you know, um, just thinking that this shit is okay and, um, you know, calling this person out like very, very powerfully. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, saying like, maybe you didn't give a shit, but like people should. And now that I'm old enough, now that I'm the age that you were at this time, it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, why yeah. did you ever think that's a good idea? Um, you know, the, the obviously the line, yeah, it was a teenage dream, just a fantasy, but was it yours or was it mine? Uh, at the time, you know, when you're 17, maybe you think like, oh, this is so cool, like dating an older person, whatever. Like, that's probably, I, I think that's what we're, tr what Demi's getting at is like, I thought this was really cool. But now as the 29 year old, oh, this is not cool. This is very much not okay. Um, and this is what, you know, she was going through at the time and, you know, we got through that. So totally. Hey, yeah, this is by I far one of the best it. songs lyrically. Just yeah. so, so good. Uh, and this this theme doesn't like get overly harped on either. Just does not get does not get stale, and it, it just ring, rings true for a lot of people. And this this theme has been in music for a long time, and th I think this genre really hits on it extra hard. And I, I love I love a good lyric switch up. The third chorus when she, uh, she says too. seventeen would never cross my mind, and then the melody change a little bit as well. It's just so it's well done. She does a great job of the, of keeping the choruses fresh by doing them slightly differently each, each time. A lot of times, twenty nine. And then unfortunately, the song abruptly ends because I. I definitely... But you can just start back at the beginning. Yeah, you can. I definitely want more to it. <laughs> That's but true. Yeah. Like, we can all agree that this is this song is amazing. Um, I don't, Br Brendan. You you haven't been. Uh, I haven't been. I, I don't, since I haven't are, been, but... I figured I should, shouldn't say anything. I, I'll give you like vague ideas of where it lands uh, yeah. from top to bottom. But you said you keep, said I'll by far one of tonight. your favorites on the album, which is pretty vague, but uh, definitely illustrates the point that that you, much like the rest of us, love this song. Yeah, um, I think the only thing for me about certain songs that might disappoint you all is that. Uh, I'm very particular about how songs just sound like as if there were no lyrics. So that's more important to me than just like the, ly the lyrics tying into them only has a little bit to do with how much I like a song a lot of times. That's, that's fair, but I also think that this is a good you know, it is, song. It is. It is really great. It is great. But there's uh, there's just some songs I like a little bit better than this one. So I'll, I'll leave you with that. Like, um, also, uh, you know, shout out Taylor Swift again here. Um, num number songs are really in uh, these days. Oh, yeah. And, you know. Just remember when we all turned 22 and we could sing 22 and, you know, oh, my yeah. God, that feels like it was yesterday. Oh. Um, <laughs> and now very close to to this one, to the 29. And um, am I going to bel belt this out in joy um, next year? <laughs> Maybe not necessarily, oh, yeah. but I will be excited to, you know, if, if there's one perk of turning the last year of your 20s, it'll be that, you know, the Demi Lovato song kind of matches up with you a little bit. So um, and, you know, we'll be at that age and we'll think about how, you know, uh, 17 would never cross my mind. And we're just gonna be like, yeah, Demi, we're we're working on this one together. So I mean, I, I see um, a world where all three of us are driving a car somewhere together soon. Uh, maybe when we're twenty nine, hopefully, and we're we're just belting it out. I, I, th I think mm -hmm. that would be a, a great thing to have happen. So even if we have maybe find to go, some kind of like pedophile somewhere and tell them that yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> we are twenty nine, and seventeen would never cross our mind. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do. I do pledge to not be dating uh, a seventeen-year-old uh, at that oh. at that point when I'm yeah. when I'm turning twenty-nine. So I, I I can confidently make that pledge. I think. Sure. Um, I'm gonna say silent on the. T- t- I, I have this at number four. By the way, is that shocking? Okay. Um, I mean it, it's maybe surprising, but not shocking. Uh, like, because it feels like you were higher on this song than you were on uh, what was your number two? Was it Eat Me? Eat Me. Yeah. Because well. Again, just like like close your eyes and you're in the car. It's like, yeah. And 29 yeah. is almost at the point where I'm like, okay, I know it's like one of the best on the album, but like I'm looking around at everything else and being like, but is anything better? Maybe some stuff is better. Um, so, you know, we'll revisit this when we come back to do our second look through the album next month. Yeah, but um, yes, <laughs> in the this meantime, it's a monthly thing. Podcast. Okay. Um, that's what I thought I signed up for. I think this is, for my money, the most complete song on the album. I think both lyrically and melodically and just uh, vocally, impressively. I don't know if that's too many adverbs there. But uh, it is my favorite song on the album. So I, I do have it ranked at number one. Sure. All right. I mean, we'll get to the next song in a second. I just do want to harp on um, what we said about the like car drive factor is a huge thing, especially with like sure. big rock oh, ballads. Man. So I, th- I think that plays into a lot of what my favorites are because I noticed myself that some songs that I played just like in the background were like, Oh, this is really good. So, like you can just tell like structures of songs are good, but then like certain songs play a lot better when you're blasting them and you're like at the the last mile of your run. Or if you're like mm-hmm. driving home on a Friday from work and just certain feelings um, are amplified when certain songs are meant to be super loud. Uh, so yeah. I, th- I think those are the ones that I happen to like the most. Like just imagine you're you're just driving on a random street on Long Island and you're playing "Eat Me" really loud and you know it's like you don't want to be that person in the car that's blasting music that like sounds like you know insane um, and it's like my guy it's just Demi Lovato like yeah. relax like stop <laughs> looking at me like that yeah. um, but yeah, but when it's "Eat Me" like that's the song that I'm sitting there like like I'm at a light I probably should lower it because I'm getting looks um, <laughs> but I'm still jamming out I, I was recently at a stoplight um, next to a guy who was blasting. Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine, and it was the day after I had just seen them, and I looked at him and then started head bobbing along with him, knowing that I just wanted to let him to let him know so he could he could just keep going. I was like, "Hey, buddy, I'm with you. You you weren't caught by somebody who was like frowning on you. You're caught by the right guy who was fully enjoying with you." I still think our rendition of that song is the superior. It really is. You you don't. It's not good unless you have a standing drummer. And I almost feel like 29 like is like so much better like if you were in the car together like we're you know like yes. we pictured a couple That's minutes totally ago like true. we have to be like in the car with somebody else and all of a sudden you know like dun, dun, fine you know at the same time so <laughs> right. absolutely all right let's get to the song number seven oh I didn't say Avril Lavigne this is your number seven happy I ending guess. oh the wrong hat oh yeah that one. <laughs> so much for my happy ending yeah so takes a few seconds here uh, it starts a little slow but i think it this does. song starts to get very better very soon um I, i'm curious to see what you guys think of because i this is one of my favorite choruses oh, on yeah. the album mm-hmm. here yeah absolutely but like before we even get to the chorus this first set of lyrics is so so telling i met god just for a minute sat in his house <laughs> took a look around and saw i didn't fit in like right off the bat and very intense it. very deep um i also don't mind that it starts off that slow because we haven't fully gotten like naked demi lyrics yet just like with her voice alone so it's, it's like a, a nice change of pace just to hear how she sounds without anything behind her so i, I like that i'm already getting chills knowing that yeah. this chorus is about to start and it, it just built this song builds up really really well oh my god and, here uh, it's starting to pick up kind of like the instruments in the back here 
and also another one that has made me like sob in the car listening to this. Yeah, this, this one will make me sob just by feeling alone, not even the lyrics. It just feels so intense. It might make me cry more than anything, and especially like this part coming up where the instruments fucking kick in here. That my skin is crawling, my Again, like. Demi is obviously great at writing sad songs, but oh, this one is man. like sad and then also like strangely hopeful and uplifting. Yeah, the, the, the way it sounds is very uplifting reason. in a way. Yeah, just like the arrangement alone. Oh my god! Like, and and the, death is a big topic in this. Like, there's you know, right. Dead Friends is like a song that we'll get to that about like you know, kind of like realizing like how did I make it out alive and so many other people didn't. Yeah. Um, and this one talks about death as well. You know, am I gonna die? But it's like not in like the actually you know like the the literal sense of like is this going to kill me kind of thing? But like, uh, you know, all the shit that she's going through and all the shit that she's gone through. And it's like, she's obviously looking for a happy ending, just like anybody else on earth. Like we're all yeah. trying to somewhat get to that happy ending. Um, but she's like every step along the way, there's been bumps and bruises and I've gotten knocked down. So it's like, am I going to die on this path of, of trying to, to find happiness? Um, well, so really it's got a great me. message. Yeah. yeah. I mean, from someone else, it might not have that same impact on me, but like when you hear, like her emotionally singing that it really gets me i love this part we're hearing now where that music starts up again in the middle of the second verse totally. after she i love the line where she sings about uh proud of being sober but she misses her vices oh my god it's hard it's, it's so relatable to anyone i was your poster child it was working oh for god. a while but yeah. it didn't fill the void like that that could mean so many things in, in demi's career um but i mean go back to like when she was in rehab and all that stuff and people were looking at her as like somebody who's like so brave and overcoming all this kind of stuff and you know there's so much that goes into everything she's been through it's crazy yeah i think when i first heard this song i was a little bit like i was saying before how i wasn't fully enjoying how on the nose she was being a lot of times and i was like oh this is kind of corny like we get it this happened to you we all know this and then like the more i listen to it the more Seems i like can tell coming she... from the tyranny school i know i was here. just gonna say that too but it, it's just like you can't help but notice that she's really poor i think this is one of her most emotional songs and it's not she just didn't just write it just to have another song on the album this is like one that really i think just like poured out of her without her even trying so I, I i after a few listens of like this is this one i like better than even 29 it's just uh i think will good... i ever know what it's like to be fine without pretending that my skin isn't crawling my demons aren't calling and tearing me to shreds yeah, and that's like when that music starts up mid-chorus with the my skin isn't crawling that is truly a highlight of the album for me yeah and i i think this the lyrics are very important to this one just to really appreciate how great this song is so yeah. this is this is another like high placing song for me I, she talks I a lot about her demons you know throughout the entire album because you know sure. just like anybody everybody has their own different demons and whatnot and uh demi's you know obviously like it's, it's we all know what uh, a lot of demi's demons are and have been in her life so um i don't know it's just it's there's a lot of themes throughout the entire album like like we were saying earlier there's a lot of songs that like share similar kind of lyrics and sentiments and all this kind of stuff but i mean seven songs in and they're all just great they're all great, and let's get to the last song on this half of the album. This is your number eight with you Heaven. You didn't want me to reveal. You didn't want me to reveal where I have it ranked. Oh, yeah, okay, you took me. I did. I didn't do it either. Oh wow! I, I okay. want to know where Ligori has it ranked. I have it at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but it probably will go higher as time that's goes on. Too, that's too far down. I have it at three. Great. Mm. <laughs> I think yeah. it's, it's up there for me too. Um, I probably like in this moment would swap it with skin of my teeth and make it six. Wow. Okay, that's fair. I mean, those are those are my two and three. So, uh, 
definitely have <laughs> have them up higher than you. But all right, let's without further ado, get into the uh, the horny section of the album. Yes, very very horny. I think I think before <laughs> we even get into it, I just want to say this is the part of the album that I, I still like a lot, and the songs are good. I think it gets to more of that aspect of like the redundancy, but but great great mm-hmm. songwriting and great pop music otherwise. In a lot of this is not going to be an hour podcast, is it? Um, we're, we're already over. over an hour. <laughs> I mean, they're really getting into the uh, the sexual part of the album here. I, I think this this is like the best song about masturbation since Green Day's Longview. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the drums kind of sound like it a little bit. That's true. Definitely, definitely do. <laughs> this song reminded me of the, the masturbation uh, uh, drum film. <laughs> the famous one they they teach you in drum school. Um, <laughs> This reminds me of that episode of Comedy Bang Bang where they talk about how going down on someone is called going to hell on that person. Yeah. Um, I hope she uses definitely, that. Definitely do not remember that. Yeah, this is great. I think this is another song where the, the chorus is definitely the best part. It carries the whole um, thing by far. I, you could even cut out the whole part the that's chorus. not the chorus and just be like, all right, just give me that. This is really the, the of the the school of thought that's like, don't bore us, give, give us the chorus sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think that I feel similarly to about this song that you do about Eat Me, whereas uh, the the verses, yeah. I think this, to tie this into uh, Gossip Girl, finally, this song definitely sounds <laughs> the most, <laughs> this song definitely sounds like the most, like the, the Pretty Reckless, famously Taylor Monson's okay, band. Yeah. Uh, we're very hard rock band there, so uh, great, great that I was able to relate this back to Gossip Girl. I think this this sounds the most like it, but um, I, mean, I don't hate the verses. Yeah, this this, but I, this I is could, not not that great. Um, and, and I don't know where she's just like, oh wait a second, I have a good song. For we you. should have just gone every way, every song. Like, who would have sang this more likely? Like Jenny. Yeah. Oh, that's good idea too. Well, that would add another hour to the podcast. <laughs> too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and this, I think, this song is uh, clearly about masturbation, but you could also have some. It could also be like related to like queer things themes where again this is just like related to religion and kind of how religion uh, frowns on certain aspects of of sexuality and I, I think this I was reading that this relates to the uh, the Bible verse where she says cut it off where uh, uh, someone says that if your if your right hand is causing you to sin then you should cut it <laughs> off so that you can still get to heaven so that is what the song is uh, that directly is so funny too just like ins- instead of just say. Like, Doing the opposite and it's like I'm gonna masturbate and it feels so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Well, okay. especially when people are you know in the wherever you know this religion is based out of are telling you don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> because you're gonna go to hell. It's really great. Yeah, and that and she really shows off the vocals again in in the bridge and the and the final chorus here. I have this at number five. Um, wow. I definitely don't have it quite as high. I am gonna have it as. Uh, I think it's in my bottom five. Yeah, it's at number 12. Oh, wow. wow. I, I think it's I, middle of the pack for me just because it's like I don't like half the song and I like half the song a lot. So the, the, the yeah, parts I, I like a lot carry it quite a bit. I think there's so many songs where I like the whole thing and just the fact that totally. this has um, verses that I could do without. I think the chorus carries it up to, to number 12. It's it's better than all the I'm, songs I, I don't care for that much. I'm dropping it to seven. I put skin okay. in my teeth. <laughs> you convinced it. him. We're gonna little lie. Little, we are this. we are getting my favorites up. To the, up to the top. That's fine. Because um, you know when you're when you're going back to back to back, it's so easy to to yeah. Just it it, it helps okay. a lot. All right, let's let's start um, to blow through these a little bit because I, I think these are. Maybe... You better not blow through the next one. Oh, you no, no, this one's good. I'm just I'm just saying like these are a lot of just like good choruses and maybe a couple. Um, I don't know. I just I, I yeah, don't want to keep this close to an hour. All right, here we go. To an hour? That's not possible. Your number nine, City of Angels. Under two hours. 
Okay, we could shoot for that. This is so good. <laughs> no, no, here is here is Demi returning to Disney Channel in this album, but but it's not in the it's, funniest it's, way. It's 2022 <laughs> Disney Demi talking about the city of angels, Los Angeles, and all of these insane acts all around LA um, in such a fun exciting way got me screaming ao on rodeo <laughs> it's great okay so as soon as the song starts i'm like you know hell yeah this is amazing it's another pop punk song it like the opening guitar riff sounds very green day the melody sounds like it could be another blink 182 song but the, the lyrics again very horny some very good funny lyrics in this like probably the funniest song on the album like not like laugh out loud funny but like the lyrics in this song i really enjoy listening to and bring a smile on my face like the first time I was listening like this part here. I'm like, oh, that's fun. skipping the lines on Splash Mountain. She's got Genie Plus, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, that's fun. She's men- she's mentioning Splash Mountain and Disney. What a fun little song about California. And then when she says she's going down on someone in the Viper room, I'm like, wait, what the hell is this song? Also, you gotta love the line. You call me they, but I'm still Daddy's girl. Like, obviously, 100%. for for a long time, um, or for the recent years, Demi had been going by they them pronouns. Right. Um, kind of switched back to uh, she her pronouns as of late um, but just funny to be acknowledging that in like a humorous way in this song you call me they but I'm still daddy's girl it's so <laughs> such a great line one of the best lyrics on, on the album so good it's another chorus <laughs> that's very catchy to sing we Ligori mentioned it but we have a great bridge complete with AOs like this this song Let me has spin. Yeah, this is this is uh, really something here I, th- I think the, the lyrics as you guys are pointing them out more and more are like Growing on me, so just just the fact that you guys are able to explain to me what's going on helps quite a bit because I just I, I go lyric blind a lot of times. Hold on, now you got you got to pump up the volume after this part. Mm, yes, you do. The vocals that are about to come in. Oh, oh my god! Wait, no, no oh. instruments, no instruments here. Oof. I mean, that, that's what the song does so well. It, it does a combination of everything that she's been doing well in this album. It's like the, the powerful vocals, the the dual tracks, and just like the, the great pop punk sort of songwriting. Uh, and it, it also, like, from what I've heard from Demi as she was younger, it does sound like it could have been a Disney Channel song of hers that just maybe they added a little bit more rock to it. Yeah, I'd love to hear the kids' bop version of this song, how they yeah, I mean, <laughs> clean it it's, up. Like I don't know what singles have I like as a big Demi Lovato fan. Um, I don't even know which songs of these have been singles yet. Um, skin of my Matt, teeth, substance, skin of my teeth and is. skin of my teeth, substance, and twenty nine are the three okay. singles thus far. Um, I can easily see this one on the radio, but mm-hmm. yeah, Kids Bop. I don't know. We'll see how that one. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Singing, and this is so great. She's, she's christening Los Angeles by. Uh, Going down on people in the Viper room. Like, <laughs> what more do you want? It's really. I want to see her with Beverly this. This from the trees. I want to scream at the Roxy. Uh, I was just in- incredibly clever. <laughs> Trying to make your kids boppy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is number one. Okay. Wow. I was going to ask. This is number four for me. So, this is number uh, one. There for me as well. So, I, I believe our ones and fours are, uh, are, are swapped. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Very I'm still daddy's girl. Um, Have you revealed your number three yet? Me? Yeah. Um, did we, we got do? Into it? Mm, yes, my number three was substance. Okay, right. That's right. Okay, so you're you're top four all off the board. Oh, top my seven whole, all off the board. Yeah. Um, not 
there's there's some you know higher ups uh yeah. coming soon but yeah the the latter half of the album has a couple of the the bottom ones mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. yeah you really love the first half here yeah yeah, I, I think, too, I, I think there, I there's like a couple. A lot too. It's a little bit front heavy, but we'll then like, at, we'll it, it, com- it comes back yeah, around. A... <laughs> yeah, I think there's line. a couple towards the end that I really like, but yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's move on. Again. I, I think I think we're about to get into a little bit of the dry spell here. Um, this is your number ten with bones. This is the one when I listened to it today. I was like, I don't really remember this at all, and I've listened to the album. Me neither. Yeah, that's always very telling. I think this is um probably the closest we have to a skip uh, i wouldn't skip it it's it's yeah. fine but i cannot remember any of this song i was looking at the lyrics earlier today and i was like i could not sing this song if you paid me no yeah, no it, so, it is like is this your 16 this is my 16 yeah this is my yeah 16. it's all i mean i'll reveal it's also for me it's it's just like it, oh. i think this is the one i wrote down it, it would actually be a skip bones. for me it totally would be <laughs> i think if i was listening to the entire album i would leave it on i guess i don't dislike it enough to like to sure. skip it but oh, if, I'm, like, sure. if I'm, I'm like skipping around an album in general like sometimes i do that where i just have my hand on like the album and just like kind of pick ones at random that i just like i'm gonna move for this one right now i'll definitely like not even put this one on but if i'm going like a straight through run of it it'll it'll make its way but otherwise i think it's just the least catchy and it doesn't really showcase her her range at all i mean we all agree we kind of skip past it a little bit it's just it's um it's you know like Matt said we're in the sexual portion of the album. It's just mm-hmm. let me jump your bones like it's pretty. Of the album, um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we go from something so clever just, to that's then it. like really let me here. jump your bones like this very right. like okay. <laughs> I think I think the main draw here is like the instruments for this song. There's just like a lot of yeah, breakdowns. Like them, it's very guitar heavy, which is fine. It's one of the harder rock songs, which I do like. This particular one just uh, isn't for me that much. Sure, I mean uh, you want to save some time and get to the next one i think we all kind of yeah, agree could, this is the bottom i, of I the really don't have a whole lot on this one it's a, it's a shorter song and it's all of our 16s so totally <laughs> exactly all right well next as i turn it up uh your next <laughs> song will be number 11 with wasted now this one kind of starts in the way that it could be on a previous album and it probably still could be um it's just like that slow rhythm that she had on some of those. Like when you right. think of like sky, skyscraper, like go on and try to tear me. It's obviously a different message, but sure. um, it reminds me of that era. Yeah. I couldn't tell you if that's true or not, but uh, I'll find out soon enough because I'm a big <laughs> enough. Just take my word. Yeah. I'm a big enough fan now of this that I need to go back and do a deep dive, but you have to, I mean, my, my favorite Demi album has always been unbroken. Um, so that's just where I'm going to send you to go next. Sure, I'll do that next. I'll listen to that tomorrow right, morning. For the next, the next episode of the Lovato Lads. <laughs> next month. Um, I like this because it, it, the bait and switch for me make, makes me think it's about her drug struggles uh, really? again. But, it's you know, she's actually uh, wasted uh, in love with someone. It's about her falling in love with someone, which, you know, I love a sad song, but can help help feel feel happy with these types of yeah. songs as well. It's very good. I, I think, think the... it's just there's, we've had a few battles already that are just better than this. So I think if it came yeah. first, like before a couple of those, like 29 and happy ending maybe it would do a little bit better for me it's just another one that's like pretty good but it gets a little bit outshone by a couple other ballads i think uh the highlight of this song is definitely the uh the the backing vocals in the chorus where she's like yeah wasted wasted yep yep absolutely mm-hmm. i'm faded, faded, faded. and again like do you think this the sort of double entendre yeah. of like the- being in love and also like oh i had a drug yeah. problem yeah she she gets to do at the end you know she gets to do an incredible run <laughs> yeah Great range on this song, and I also like the the stripped down version of the chorus to end the song. I think, I think this this song is uh this song is very good. Not one of my 
favorites. I wouldn't call it a top 10 song on the album, but I uh, still like it a lot. Yeah, like that that the the run there at the end like keeps it from being at the very bottom. Totally. I mean, not to say that it's bad, but just it keeps it from keeps it in in contention. I get whatever. Um, what do I have this at? 16, 15, 14. I have it at 13. I have it at 11. Yeah, yeah. This is where it's, it just sort of gets hard to place the songs because the the middle of the pack songs are just all like pretty good songs, and it's just hard to put one over the other. And I could see myself pulling a Ligori and just kind of switching a bunch of places right now. So I, I feel like if, if I were to do a redo of my rankings, it might be different after. Like I, I haven't been updating them. There's too much going on. Oh yeah. But we missed it, but it's fine. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I, I can I can uh, raise the volume in post. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's just it's a, a a good song, not like a great song. And I will definitely be listening to it again. And there's a lot of good good parts about it. She she just continues to amaze me with her talent. Like every time I think, I'm like, okay, she's just pretty good, and I I appreciate her for what she is. And then she just makes me want to listen to more. Every every damn song. All right. All right. Another, one more horny song before we get one to more the next song. <laughs> exactly. This is your. This will close out the horny section of the album. Number twelve, come together. Um, not to be confused with the uh, the Beatles song "Come Together." I did confuse it actually. Right. It was going to be a cover. It sounds like a YouTube um, song to start. For, for clarification, for anyone new to the album, it's C O M E together. Yes. 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 yes of Although you know, I it fooled me. Yeah. I think this is. Uh, Definitely the poppiest song on the album, I think. I think yeah, these are the 45 seconds I was album, talking about earlier. Yeah, I like it. I think an album full of rock classics is a little return to the the pop roots, which I, I like. Like I love this part right here. This is like the poppiest part of the album, and I think it's catchy as hell. And I'm a big fan of this pre-chorus here. Uh, I don't love it. I, I don't like the contrast. I wanted to stick to one genre at a time. I uh, am confused. I think if she just kept doing pop, I would be fine with it. If she stayed with rock. For this part too, I guess it's, it's still poppy this, enough. I don't know. If you were to take this as an as an isolated song, not as a part of this album, would you like it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like the pre-chorus in particular is like really catchy and feels like something that could be in one of the like pop era like uh, in the vault red tracks of a Taylor Swift song. Oh, definitely. In a, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see it. Um, it's. It's yeah. It, it's literally if you know you took this so, this song out of the album and it was just Demi's releasing new music, you know, in this year. Like you could be like, oh, this will go on the radio yeah. if it wasn't really. But now, now this verse sounds fun. normal. Like I wish she just did this the first time too. But I guess she also does have to do her building thing. I don't know. I I, I don't love the the way the first verse is produced for me. Okay. I also love. The, I, I'm praising the pre-chorus. I also do love the the chorus as well in this song, uh, also. And um, <sighs> more than dual tracking. Shit, like. Holy um, shit, you mean holy fuck. Yeah, holy right. fuck. The the bridge we haven't gotten to yet. It starts off a little slow, but holy fuck those notes she hits at the end of it. Like <laughs> what she just the throws them in there like it's nothing. What's going on there? Like, oh my god. So look, is, is this a normal thing for her to do just like to have like a ridiculous range and just like scream sing like with perfection? Is this something because she always does or is it a new thing? Because this is this is what she's this is what she can do. Like this is, you know, when you can do that, you <laughs> you got to do that. But what I'm asking is, is she, this is not something that she just started doing this album. This is what she always. Oh no 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 no! no. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's something that she's always been able to do, and has. It's it's not like um, every song is always that, but right. like, I do feel like maybe it's more so in this album because it's just 
just it, go it along fits with the better genre. with again this genre yeah. of, of the songs that she's able to put out on this album it's it's you know she's got an incredible voice but she's also got this ability to just power through some of these spots that don't exist in other songs that she's done absolutely oh, and you just hear it just listen to it it's- it's really, like I was saying before, like it's just incredible. Every time I think I'm like, I think I get it, she just proves me wrong again. At this point, the chorus comes back, and I'm I'm ready to rock again. I'm like, yeah. I'm popping my head now. I really like this. I mean, it's again not one of my favorite favorites, but enough to make the top ten. I, I do have this as my tenth favorite. That's the problem with this album is every time I think I'm like, all right, this is this is all right. Then she does her 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 famous building as like the the, the third chorus, just it's like makes you just want to yeah. really start belting it out. I have this at nine. Okay, so around the same place. Yeah. Okay, I guess, well, that lets me go move on to our number 13, Dead Friends. Yeah, back to the rock right away. Thank God. Oh, my God. Starting off great. Uh, the verses in this song are great. Actually, I, all of it's fantastic. I really like this song. Oh, really? I, I think this is one of my lower ones. Really? Wow. I, like I yeah, think this is very niche. I think it's another meaningful song as she's experienced uh, Survivor's Guilt and like yes. having to deal with the grief of her titular dead friends. Um, yeah, all that's and, great. I mean, this pre course also great, super catchy, super meaningful. Just How like, am impossible. I different? I did and they didn't, yes. and it doesn't feel right. Then, impossible to not sing along to. Like, catch me shouting, I miss my dead friends every time this song comes on in my car. <laughs> yeah. Really hammering the point home. Right. The I, I like all that. I just feel like I've heard this song in particular a million times before from other people. And I can't even place where, but it just it just sounds the most basic out of all the songs. Yeah, but like it's it, the topic is not you know no, no, a, a but, typical song. Like right. people aren't out here all like always singing about their dead friends and it's <laughs> not just like multiple multiple dead friends that you can uh, sing about. Yeah, ly- right. lyrics just, lyrics too know, very basic. No, you're it's right. It's not just like, oh, I miss my dead friends. Like, that is certainly a lyric in the song. But like Matt said, it's a lot of the survivor's guilt of like, I've went, you know, like myself and a lot of other people that I've met along this journey that I've kind of been on have gone through this journey, you know, together. I have made it out alive. And she's saying in other songs, like, I really don't know how, but I did. Um, and a lot of other people that she must have spent time with or just people that she knows about or people she's heard stories about did not. And it's sure. like, why, you know, what makes me different from them? How am I different? I didn't, they didn't, it doesn't feel right. Um, I, you know, I guess I'm lucky enough and probably all of us are lucky enough to not have to know what that feeling feels like. So again, it's a, it's it's like a song and lyrics that maybe don't connect with everybody, but you can still understand where she's coming from with it. Um, and it's still a very catchy song. Right. Yeah, I think this chorus is like, I, I will sing along to this chorus every time it comes on. And then I think... Um, right here, where we get another great use of like yeah. stripping down the chorus, and then the part with like just the drums that we can all clap along to, and then yeah, I mean it's for sure, like just but just for me going lyric blind, it uh, it, it is it's not a skip, but it's just a uh, pretty good song on a great album. This might be our biggest disagreement on yeah. the album here. Oh my god, top screaming five. here! Yes, she's like belting. I miss my dead friends. That's powerful. I, I think maybe yeah. I would like this song more if they split this album in two. Wait, right here. Shh. <laughs> yes. I know it's great, but I, I've heard her do that a bunch already in this album. I, I would like maybe a two-year break, and, it, and then she could throw it at me again. Like I, I don't know. The and it like all ties in together. It's like step right up to the freak show and watch the freak York, go crazy as she audience. sings about her dead friends. But it's like there's meaning to it, bitches. Yeah. Yes, it, 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 it's is, great. This is but, my number five. This is a top five song for me. Okay. It's a bottom five. No. For me. 
God, that's yeah. a lot. Again, I, 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 I let you guys know early that the lyrics were not going to be a factor for me. No, but I still hate you. But I still think like this song is still good. Like, no, it is. Even it, if you take the lyrics. I'm out. saying bottom five for me is, is still a great song. Okay, fine. Not going right. to argue with you. Um, yeah, Dead Friends for me was number eight. Much more respectable. <laughs> yeah. We are now down to our number 14. Help me by the Beatles. <laughs> Another Beatles track. <laughs> Help. <laughs> yeah. I um, don't know who Dead Sarah is, but I'm a, I'm a huge fan already based on this song. Yeah. You say so beautiful. There's nothing I can do, but those two birdies up. There's nothing I can do, and I'm really feeling depressed. Really, really depressed. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of that. I, I think this oh, is I where more it. of the disagreements go. I love that. This, that uh, I think that's what I was going to say about this part. Is like I think Demi could have easily handled that part on her own, and I I dislike. She could have, but yeah, but that's Sarah what the guest is here to do to do an incredible job with. Yeah, I. I love the raspy rock voice that Demi has in this one. And if I love the Demi rasp, like the Emily Armstrong of Dead Sarah fame, her rasp is even more iconic. I think she's killing it in that in that free chorus. And then, help, help me. me! You want to help, help me. me? Huh? Yeah, that's just more annoying noise to me. I don't, I don't like help that at me. all. Help me! You think you're help helping? Followed huh? by yet another catchy chorus here that's fun to scream. And I love the, I love the message of this one too. It's just like, yes. you know, all the shit that she's done and whatever, like, the amount of people that have probably been like, oh, like, I can, you know, literally, I can help you. Like, here's, like, like, like what can I do for you? It's like nothing. Like, this has nothing. Like, bitch, like let, me, let me handle this myself. And like, Thank you for your useless your... information. Like, yes. Oh, just just go to go to rehab. I'm sure right. I, I, really that's my thing. It, it, it's so personal. Like, why, did, why, is, why is someone else here when she sings such a personal song? It, it should just be her. I, Maybe no. this is a, a group or a person that you said it was a group. Yeah. Dead Sarah is a group. Yes. Maybe Sarah's they have group, similar. Emily Armstrong in particular is the one singing on this song. So, uh, whereas I believe each of the three members of the band had a hand in writing the song, Emily Armstrong is providing the the raspy vocals okay. that I really love. I, it, it feels like the rock version of like Migos to me. It's like the, the, I don't know. It's I love any song where they're screaming back sarcastically at these. Uh, you know, probably men that are telling them uh, how to handle themselves. It's to me, it's another rock and roll banger. I I love this song. Yeah, I love it too. It's it's in my, it's in my top helping. half for sure. I think you're helping. helping. Her fucking vibrato in the song is ridiculous. And it's funny because as much as I'm enjoying this and saying good things about it, I have it currently at number fourteen. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. Weird. I have it significantly <laughs> higher than you. I have it at number seven. Oh wow! Uh, since you nailed it, uh, that's where I have mine as well. Hey, I'll say it. even though you're very critical of Dead Sarah, I mean it's a very small part of the song. To be fair, and I'm feeling really depressed. Love that part. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if they yeah, had their uh, their own verse, I would be upset. I don't know. Live reshuffling of the of the ranking mm, again. Eh, I'll leave it for now. I'll do it. Uh, do it in a month. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got hey, thanks, thanks for yeah. singing because I uh, just wanted to listen to that part, so uh, I, I couldn't just leave it bare bones like that. So I appreciate it. Like that one, that was that was my Demi impression there. That was pretty good. Thank you for your We didn't have to finish that song, but no, I really I wanted to. Um, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here with our number 15 feed 
our penultimate song. More, more about the demons that are uh, lots of demon talk on a hunt. Uh, this one I probably could have done without. I think there. Are, oh man! Yeah, I, I, I think like there are other though. songs that where she sings about her demons. Like it's honestly, it's honestly a pretty good song, but compared to the other ones, uh, maybe a little boring. I think. So I think maybe the placement on the album might have a lot to do with it. If this is like in the beginning of the album, I'd be like, oh, this is. Yeah. All right. I, I I like this song, but being at the end of the album after I've just heard Demi give us her best. Um, like rock performances, it's a little deflating. Like I guess yeah. why it has to be at the end of the album because it feels like it's like wrapping it up and telling us like the ultimate lesson of what we're supposed to take from this maybe. So like I get why it's kind of uh, it's the end of the album wrapping things up. But sure. and again, it's not bad. It's just it's just whatever. Like I, I think other songs uh, tackle this better and maybe less boringly. Perhaps. Wow. Okay. I mean, I I love this one. Zooming in on these lyrics, my demons are on the hunt, but my angels taught me how to run. I've got two wolves inside of me, but I decide which one to feed. So, yeah, um, you know, there's two different paths that she can choose and she has chose from, um, but she decides, like, which one to put more energy into, more of herself into. um, And, like, she's, you know, kind of lucky enough that she's been able to kind of make those decisions um, and and get onto the right path and whatnot. And, um, you know, like Matt said, it's kind of like wrapping up a lot of, like, the trauma that exists within this album. Um, It's like, well... There's there's two different paths here, and, and one of them is, you know, obviously more ideal, but um, it's not that easy because the demons are still there. Wow, I, I love your English class breakdowns of these songs. They were really beautiful, you, and, and sincerely, you do a great job of <laughs> breaking these down. It's really just, amazing. Just, for a second, <laughs> so just imagine Giddish on this podcast and what he'd be saying. <laughs> I know. It's just it's so funny. Just, I mean, you, really, you really lucked out, Giddish. I really did. What he does best and, and flaked at the last minute. Especially, like, you're you're making me like songs I didn't care about. Uh, much more just because I, I like I, I keep saying I haven't been listening to the lyrics but you do more than just ex- like say them to me you say them and then also break down like <laughs> them in That's such a goal. way that it, it's, it's really yeah you're you're, you're gonna be it, on every one wolf howls while the other one sings one do wolf like, soothes yeah. while the other one stings do you like the bridge here I like the drums in particular and the bridge yeah um and I feel like if Ganesh was here uh Brendan you'd be leaving this uh, as a demi hater as well I think he'd convince you he might the, the other yeah. way no, this oh, this, this is uh you you, yeah. Gagan, you, does, you said it earlier. I let this play for a second. It does get more powerful towards the end here, which I really like. Well, that's what she gets you every time you think your song's just okay. She does this at the I end, think, like oh wait a yeah, second. I think the first half is uh, kind of drowsy enough where I have this ranked at number fourteen for me. My my third third least favorite on the album, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, you mentioned if, if it was at a different spot on the album, maybe you would like it more. And I t- I, I think I feel yeah. the same way. It's just like what is this doing at fifteen? Um. I think this is yeah. like what you want to get from Holy Fuck, but this is just a better version of that song because it's like the same sort of tempo and it's powerful. It's, it's much more powerful than Holy Fuck to me. I, I like the song quite a bit. Um, it's it's pretty up there in my list. Wow. Yeah. It just found my so soul just to lose my mind. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, it, it's. It's it's a good song, I, and I think I have said that. But uh, something's got to be ranked number fourteen, and unfortunately, uh, it always does. I mean, it's this one, yeah. And and you know, the song uh, just again looking at the lyrics, it's like talking about you know what she's learned, um, and it just kind of 
tells you more about like this is still a evolving journey for her it's not like we're done you know she's got more sure. to go um in in both the healing processes of like what she's done and what she's been doing and what she continues to do probably on a daily basis and it's like all right well um it's you know we still don't have all the answers but this is how we're processing all of it and how we're getting through all of it some days are, are diamonds some days are rough some days i'm tired some days i'm tough it's 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 a lyrically great song but i do agree with everything you guys were saying about like you know the spot at the end it's like it's not like the, there, there's a lot better on the album. Um, what do I have this at? 12, I think. So, yeah, it's towards the lower half. Also, for sure. I, I think I feel like albums do this a lot. Like, albums I really like always end the albums with some of the songs that are not maybe my favorite. Although, uh, to, to segue into this final song, I do I do like this song uh, better. Yeah, well, that's what I appreciate about these last two songs is, like, the feed in forever for me could easily just be throwaways like okay we we for some reason want 16 songs let's just put like some of the bonus songs as like actual tracks and here you go but both these last two songs are by no means duds so good job for 15 mm. and 16 um and with that our final song of the album this is forever for me i don't want to get ahead of myself but i think we can end this in under two hours oh we certainly <sighs> can um yeah i think this is a, a, a fine way to end the album yeah. here i think i, I like acoustic I enders to albums than- yeah, if we were to end it on uh, end it on speed, and I also get why this is at the end of the album. I'm very happy it is kind of a happy note to end the album on. And um, so I, Demi said she was inspired by uh, the Goo Goo Dolls' Iris. Oh yes, classic. you hear it so much you, in this. Oh my god, you can really hear it That's with beautiful. the guitar in the beginning, a hundred percent. But once the lyrics start, like this, really reminds me of like an Avril Lavigne ballad, which I love. Avril, Avril, an underappreciated ballad writer in her own right. Sure. So especially the chorus here, I could definitely hear this as like um, a slower Avril Lavigne song, and I don't know, just a happy love song and a very hopeful way to end the album. So I, I I definitely, um, while it's not a top half song for me, I definitely do appreciate this song. It's like it's like this is Demi's crack of being like, all right, well, the rest of the album has nothing, you know, like like nice and gentle and like loving. But like, if you want to play this at your wedding, go for it. Right, sure. Here's your love song. Here's your one love song. And I will be playing this at my wedding. So for everyone who's oh great, oh breaking news. Yeah, I I can see this song being like if I was in the top three of American Idol, I would sing this song for sure. I think this is going to be my my (laughs) my middle song. Yeah, there's more than just love. Like like people were saying that like this could be about like you know where she's at in her career and like this like this style of music and whatever like this is forever for me like this is where i want to be this is where i want to be in my career and my life and all that kind of stuff not just you know maybe a love interest or or something like that there's layers sure as far as the song goes itself it's it's again maybe middle of the pack for me but um i mean it would be insane to end the, the best song on the album so I understand right. going with just like a pretty good song, uh, and and a lot of times, like I said, albums do end on slow songs, and she writes good music. Apparently, who knew? I guess you guys knew. Yeah, and even right now, I'm jamming out to this song, and um, I don't know if we're getting to it here, but when she when she holds that note out, where I think this is forever for me, like that that love that part part, and you know, it's gotta it's gotta show off with some notes one more time before the end of the album. And I like that. Oh, here that's more Goo Goo Dolls stuff. Oh, that was very Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, oh yeah, that that was like maybe needed some licensing right from the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, right. Dolls Jesus. To, to, to take that. This is this is like the song that plays in the middle of the concert. You know, when you sit at the piano for a little bit and you know, you're just yeah. slowing it down. And oh, we got some, some cell phones like out, right? You. Yeah. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Everyone's got their cell phones. Like, I know you guys are only here with a special person, so just like grab them and sing this one with me, everybody. 
this? Here it is. All of you, you Levotics, you're forever for me. <laughs> you know, beautiful way to end this album. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating it even more with this listen right here as a way to uh, close out the album here. So I, here I, I go, speaking honestly. Speaking yeah. honestly. Uh-oh. I have this just missing the, the rest of the album was lying. Yeah, she lied throughout, throughout yeah. the rest of the album. But this, this is forever for me. I, I really this love that my... pop stars have gotten to a point where they are so confident that they love singing over five different versions of themselves. They don't ask anybody else to sing with them. It's just like, I want six of me on the any same thoughts track. On, any thoughts on forever for me and not just forever for me? Um, we said numbers are back. <laughs> They're in, right? So you mean, know, it makes sense. I, I tried to get uh, one of our coworkers into this album, and uh, his his main complaint as to why he wouldn't give it a chance was because he does not like when numbers are used in place of words. So uh, that was a non-starter mm. for, for someone, the being, forever for Being in the, in the midst of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Watch, Captain Holt would hate this very much. So <laughs> yes. maybe yeah. that sways my opinion a little bit. I'm also in the midst of a Brooklyn Nine-Nine rewatch. I'm actually I'm getting to the point when not that we're going to talk about this too much, but I'm, I'm getting to the point where <laughs> I haven't seen this for two hours. <laughs> uh, so that that's the end of the album. This is this is it. This that was my demi experience, and what a experience it was. That was something else. Even the songs I disliked were amazing songs, and I didn't dislike them actually. She oh, just continues to prove to me how incredible she is, and how uh, I was. She's a big blind spot for me, apparently. I still feel like you're pranking me, and this isn't going to go up in the Lonely Boys podcast feed. But um, this is just for if us, it does, <laughs> and what people would the do listen, to me? why would why, why would we take an hour and forty just, minutes out yeah, of just our to show time? you a good time? And then maybe, well, maybe it. you're just not telling me about it, but you guys are starting a music review podcast because, again, I don't know how this ended up on on Lonely Boys. But like, I also get it because um, you know, having uh, a podcast feed that is your podcast feed, you're like, well, we can do anything on here. It doesn't exactly. have to be, you know, like what we signed. Starting up. a so Lonely feed is so much more work. Let's, let's just throw it up on there. For this right. one off-season like, podcast, who needs it? Yeah. Right. It's like you, you know, you, you came here for Lonely Boys or for Gossip Girl, but like you came here for, you know, Matt and Brendan. Just for the so. show. I think, yeah, it just shows how wonderful our range, just like Demi Lovato, it shows how great our range is. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. As long as we're that. under two hours, the people are going to be happy. <laughs> I think we'll get yeah, there. The um, so Typically you. I have nothing else to say about the album itself um, as a whole. Do you guys have, have any like final thoughts on what, what you guys think on the 16 songs? It's it's really good. It's you know um, I, I saw a lot of positive reviews for uh, this album, and I also saw a lot of people saying, "Well, this album is going to get the credit that it deserves. People aren't really going to give it the chance that it sh- that they should, um, because." Maybe it's just not what people are, are, are like looking for. Like, you know, the ki- the kids these days are all sure. into like, you know, the pop and the TikTok songs. And, um, you know, as much as like I'm down with like looking for the new pop songs or whatever, um, maybe this is more for the the Demi Lovato fans or people our age that know Demi and have grown up with Demi rather than and people that are like That's kind of into that demographic. This, demographic yeah I, I don't know. I don't know, you know, exactly. Like it, it's cer- certainly not going to be beating out um a lot of other bigger named albums that are coming out this year in whatever awards I'm comparing or it's going to be up for whatever against. Right. Um, Might be a little niche. I do think anybody that's going to sit through it all and appreciate it all um, will definitely get a lot out of it. Uh, She poured her heart into this one and, you know, uh, the words, the lyrics, like everything that went into it is uh, is pretty meaningful. So I'm just uh, very appreciative that that it's here. Well, right. I will it tell you nice that I'm pretty she, sure 29 is a yeah. huge right, TikTok Brandon, song, so I, I just want to like, confirm. You had something that better to say? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. your rule. That's, that's your rule. rule. The Lagori Law. Yeah. 
You can go now. But I do want to hear what you had to say, Matt. So yeah. it's it's not better than what Brendan has to say. We know that for a fact. But <laughs> oh, yeah, I think um... we're just going to more kind of piggyback off of what Ligori was saying. So, okay. um, yeah, I was just going to say it, it may not get the accolades that it probably deserves. But at the same time, you know, uh, maybe it doesn't need to. Like, as we've been saying, Demi made this this album for her. And I think she got a lot out of making it. And I think that the true fans uh, will get a lot out of listening to it. So whether it gets you know, the accolades it deserves or not. I'm very happy it exists, very happy for her, very happy for us. And just, you know, what more can we say? This is a fantastic album. I, I said it might be my album of the year of 2022. And I think that's uh, that's still that's still holding true. Maybe recency bias is playing a part here, but I, I have not enjoyed an album as much as this one so far in the calendar year of 2022. Oh, Same. yeah. Um, I, I guess I, I will save my rankings afterwards because we're kind of on the topic now. Let's just more cohesively do this and just give the album a ranking. Do you want to give it a ranking uh, on a number scale gauge? Would you like just one to 10? Does that work? It's a 10. It's a, like it's no a suspense here. It's a wow. 10. Yeah. yeah like, 10. I'm saying it's the album of the year. Like that, that's, that's a, that's a 10 for me. So two tens. Um, I'll give it an eight and a half. Um, it's, Ooh. I mean, a 10 is like an all time album for me. Like, I don't know. I can also, but I, I can also understand. I mean, I'm not like it's not that Gagan also has like this like deep connection to Demi, you know, or anything, but I feel like Brendan definitely doesn't have that. Um, right. So an eight and a half for somebody who doesn't have a yeah, connection to great. Demi, I, I can I can take that. Sure. I mean, I mean, it's like an A album, but for me, like all time, it's just like as far as my favorites go, it'll be in a very heavy rotation, but it just doesn't surpass like my two favorites being uh, American Idiot in 1989. Like that, those are like untouchable sure. tens to me, but. Uh, this this is very high. This is Maybe, one of the best yeah. things I've heard all year for sure. Maybe I'm too nice of a grader, but uh, just uh, if for me, if a, a song uh, for my money does not have any skips and is the 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 best songs on the album are all like incredibly uh, fun to sing along to and lyrically meaningful, like I am willing to to give it a ten. I'm I'm willing to call it a okay. a perfect album, even if it is not like technically perfect. Yeah, I like it. Um, I guess since we've been sitting on it for so long now, I should probably just give you my song rankings and you guys can react <laughs> accordingly and tell me where I'm wrong. Uh, are you ready for it? Are you just going to go like 16 to 1 and then we'll discuss or should we like get you off when we think you're wrong? Just go through Just go through them. I'll go, six, I'll go 16 to 1. Um, we all agreed on Bones being number 16. Okay. Uh, next up, and it's, um, these are all still kind of new, so I, 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 it's coming to me as I say them out loud, but... 15 has come together. Does that sound right? As a 15. It sounds like the, the name of a song. Yeah. So, if well, I mean, like, is that like a, a good spot for you guys? I don't remember where you had this. I had it at, I had it at 10. I'm a little, yeah, I had it, I think at nine, but okay. I mean, sure. Sure. Um, Holy fuck at number 14. Sure. Uh, I, I know we did not like this, uh, this take the dead friends at number 13. <sighs> That's tough. Yeah. Sorry. I, I just didn't like that feature. Um, this was actually a last minute change. I didn't change anything except for this. Um, I put heaven down at 12, but I think everything uh, from 12 up is heaven. like, everything from 12 is, is very good. Um, then I have wasted at number 11. That's where I had wasted. I have forever for me at number 10. Okay. Uh, now we're getting to like the very middle of the pack. Uh, eat me at number nine. Okay. Uh, Lagori's not going to like this. I have City of Angels at number eight. Wow. Still a top, a makes top, a top that's half. That's a tough ranking. That's a tough ranking. Uh, I, help Me at number seven. Or I had it as well. We have a lot of matches. A lot of matches. A lot, uh, of, one-off, a lot of one-offs as well. Yeah. Uh, number six is 29. 
Oh, is that where the the song is too? Oh wow! Number yeah, you, title you did tra- that, track number six. Number six, twenty nine. <laughs> did that with uh, did that with uh, Dead Friends as well. Oh, number wow. thirteen. Um, happy ending at number five. Um, okay. Feed at number four. It's uh, high. Freak at three. I, I, I like Freak a lot more than you guys did. It's high too. Did, oh my goodness. Did did yeah? Those are both for me like number like ten and eleven or something that like was that. Thirteen and fourteen for me. Yeah, um, I, I love the. Did Feed jump that much like during the podcast, or you already had it up there? No, I I think I switched um, Heaven and City of Angels. So like, City of Angels well, got a big jump like up that. to eight from number twelve mid pod. My goodness. Yeah. Um, wow. Then where am I at here? Yeah, I mean, sounds for, like so. You know, you also just need to go to Disney World and get on Splash Mountain. I think that's part. I think once I go on that, it'll be my top song for it's sure. It's another story. <laughs> Someone needs to go down on the air, else it's not going to jump up any spots. So, um, then I have. Are you wearing pants today? I, I didn't get into it. I, I didn't want to because I know you, it makes you uncomfortable. But since you asked, uh, I am wearing pants and underwear. Wow. Yeah, hey, so, it, it makes, uh, Sam has been the one that's super critical oh, that's Sam. Of, uh, okay. of you. Know, yeah, I was like, I don't remember saying anything about yeah, this, but <laughs> maybe I did. <laughs> no, Sam is the one that uh, hopes that is not a recurring segment. <laughs> so you can thank LaGuardia for that one. Um, Skidding my teeth at number two. And Wait, what was number three? It was Freak. Oh, that's right. I, yeah, I, like the, I think that the top three songs are really good. I, I love the way she starts off. So Substance is my number one. Substance, Skidding My Teeth, and Freak are top three. Wow. I think the third spot could maybe be interchangeable with some other ones, depending on my mood. But I think Substance and Skidding My Teeth are uh, immovable, if that's a word. I'm alive by the skin of my teeth. Really, really good. I can't so good. But it got harder to breathe. Maybe, maybe I'll even switch well, Feed and Freak right now. I think I like Feed a little bit better than Freak. That's where it is. Feed right. makes it to the top three. I love that. Judge crazy. I said his second home run of the game. Oh, I know. Give you a live uh, Yankees update. Um, Stop trying to make this podcast two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I really think we can get there. <laughs> All right. have, um, you can find me on session. Twitter. No, 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 no. Um, I'm gonna start playing. Here we go. Podcasting about the challenge, but it's it's almost done. Can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um, do you have any plugs, Matt Ligori? Oh my god. Um, yes. <laughs> On Twitter, at Matt Ligori. Tell me all your demi takes, as long as they're positive. If they're not positive, you can tell somebody else. Um, and I mean that wholeheartedly. I, I, I don't care if you don't like the album. I don't care if you don't like the songs. Number if you if you want to text someone about your anti demi yeah tweet about it on your own timeline but you don't need to to tell me I don't care um uh yeah what else am I doing I'm podcasting about the challenge but as of the time that this episode comes out I will have wrapped it up this latest season but there's always more challenges coming up so you know that'll be happening over on the Dom and Colin podcast and other than that really not doing much um, besides seeing Matt uh, these days maybe once or twice a week but not even this weekend so yeah, you know you never know I know I'm 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 just as sad as you are. I forgot how yeah. how nice of that has that been to be coworkers for a little while. Um, well, he made better friends than than me. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. and you, he also you makes my life <laughs> difficult on a daily basis. As I tell him this, because people like him so much, they want to like not do certain things because they only want to work around him. And it's <laughs> I, never, I literally never with. tired of hearing that. You should have um, seen how wide the smile was on my oh face my when God. he first. Oh my god! I can feel it. I can hear it. It's, not, like, it's it's very frustrating. People um, love me so much they don't want to do anything else. It's How like it's like what different? made you want to do? Oh, you just want to work around Matt. Okay, um, so that's <laughs> yeah, been great. Chris but... tried to implement a, a ban on me where I can't talk to any employees for people <laughs> that might want to work with me. So that's what I'm up to. 
Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for making this project uh, really good and better than I could have imagined. Uh, maybe you even saved it. So thanks for maybe. being here. I really appreciate it. Probably even, yeah. Hmm. Um, I guess I'll go next. Usually, Gagan asks me what. Uh, you want me to? Are. I'll host the podcast. Yeah, can you do this part? Um, for me? Uh, Brendan, what do you have going on? Well, uh, I actually do have some some news. Last last week, I'm pretty sure I just said stay tuned, um, and I didn't really have a plan for what to stay tuned for. This week, I do have a reason for you all to stay tuned to uh, whatever Hobby Boys Media is doing. Uh, me and Fiance the Pod are starting a new mini series. We are going to be covering all of Over the Garden Wall within 10 days. Oh. So we're going to, at the start of October, we're going to be one with the Halloween season and just do 10 days straight, uh, one day per episode. So if you anyone out there is a fan of that amazing Cartoon Network masterpiece, um, listen along and watch along. It's a really fun show, and I love it very much. So Wait, check that out. So that's going to uh, be on your podcast feed about uh, no it's not going to be okay that's, we, we've been talking about this a lot today so i should be clear this is will not be on the lonely boys feed that will be its own separate feed uh somewhere wherever you find your podcast i think it's going to be called uh over the garden pod because that was not taken so i might as well lean into the terrible <laughs> podcast punning so over the garden pod wherever you find your podcasts uh in october October 1st. Playing fast and loose with these feeds. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta subscribe to another feed. No, you have recommended that uh, that series to me, and I haven't had an excuse to watch it yet, so maybe this will be it. Um, it's amazing. It's literally fan. 10 episodes, 11 minutes each, so you can really crank it out yeah, in one so, sitting. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I really can. I have no excuse anymore. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what do you have going on? <laughs> um, usually, I take notes for these podcasts, but for this one, since Brendan... Uh, had control. I didn't really take many notes. So I, I don't have any plugs planned out. I guess uh, obviously you had those planned out. Those stupid ones about television. No, uh, not. I have a couple. I I have a couple planned out, and then I really just goes where my mind. <laughs> okay, takes that's me. What, um, if you planned those out. I would be amazed because you really play it off <laughs> like you don't. That's just acting, baby. <laughs> I no, know. Um, um, but I, I have nothing. This. I mean, I, I guess I think uh, over at the uh, the BoJack Horse Pod, they've uh, wonderful. Kristen and Lindsay have started uh, recapping Tuca and Birdie, which is another uh, great show. Not as great as BoJack Horseman, of course, but still very good in its own right. So um, if you haven't watched or if you have and you want to hear uh, two great podcasters talk about it, I would direct you over to that podcast. Still haven't picked an episode that I will come on for, but uh, when that happens, you should also uh, check that out as well because I I'm great on uh, on their podcast, if I do say so myself. Um, obviously, Saved by the Bell of Reboot still has not been revived yet, so everyone should uh, get on to watching that. Brendan, you and included yeah, yeah and um what did i see i saw a movie today but it wasn't uh really uh my favorite um what else oh i watched uh spin me round starring allison brie and aubrey plaza okay and it was uh two of my favorite actresses and i it did not get good reviews but i liked it i thought it was okay, funny good. and weird and it, it uh, kept my attention for the whole movie so i would recommend that as far as tv series uh haven't had a ton of time to uh it really watch anything because I've been very busy with my multiple jobs. So uh, that's that's all I've got. I really like um, to think now that you actually write these things down, like you write like, uh, what else have I seen? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> that's no, all the notes. My, everything I everything I say on the podcast is scripted word for word. <laughs> okay, every good. um, every, every every stutter. It's all like you should see it. My my notes are seventy pages long. <laughs> um, well, since we're going back to normal next week, uh, I guess I'll give the ending back to you to restore order to this podcast and you can take it off the way we usually do well Ligori has 
taken control already, so he would actually have to give me uh, you, order. You can have money. it back. It's, okay, it's, right, it's, right. it's been appreciated that I you know, could come save the podcast and steer yeah. the ship for a little bit, but yeah. um, the two rightful hosts, you guys uh, do a great job every week here. It's been a lot of fun to listen to along the way and hear my name shouted out at least once per episode. Never let that stop. And uh, back to you guys. All right, I mean... <laughs> I'll I'll wrap it up. I feel like if I just stall for six minutes, we can get this Ooh, over so two close. hours. Should we? You. Should we do some Lovato Lads theater? <laughs> who wants to be Demi? Who wants to be Dead Sarah? And who wants to be the instruments? We I don't. I don't be the serpent. There's nothing I could do but put the two birdies up. <laughs> and I'm really feeling the press. All right, I guess you're dead, Sarah. Okay, um, we are finally going to be getting back to Gossip Girl next week. Also, Lagori, you're coming on the podcast again very soon. So I know. I think you're going to be. I think you're going to be the first member of the case. Yeah, I think you're going to be the first member of the Three Timers Club. You, you're slated to come on for the second episode of season three, so wow. you'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but next week uh, we do have a very special guest. Uh, some of Brendan's closest family and friends will be coming on uh, for the next month plus or so um so that wow should i be, be doing some advertising festive... for brendan's friends month yeah brendan's friends month and wow. that does include Lagori now since uh he's been yeah, you're part of the family you're, now baby you're part of the family now uh so come back next week where we will be uh, talking about season three episode one of gossip girl i don't know the name for it because again i did not <laughs> really take notes for this episode <laughs> but i'm sure it's a great name i'm sure brendan will get the reference right away um so come back and hear that all play out another another great season of the lonely boys with another full slate of amazing guests but until then you know you love us xoxo Lovato Lads. oh we both did it Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.